So what do you get when you take a bunch of radio freaks, set them in front of live microphones, and let them talk about radio? Well, you get the coolest show about the radio on the radio. Broadcasting from RCO Plaza, this is Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Where AM is analog, FM is king, and the smart speaker has taken the place of the terrestrial radio as the listening apparatus of choice. It's your show worldwide, and we want to hear from you. We're on Twitter at RCL The Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Radio Connection Live or email us at rclthepodcast at gmail.com. And now, get ready to become involved in the very latest in broadcasting news, entertainment, and just plain fun. Here are the stars of our show, Preston, Tim, AJ, Ashley, Darnell, and put your hands together for our host, Mr. Jamie T. Good afternoon, Radio Rockin' Tours Worldwide. And welcome, welcome to yet another exciting, fun-filled, thrill-packed, exhilarating, exciting, stimulating, retro episode of Radio Connection Live, because we may talk about old days all day today. Guys, we're going to talk about when radio was radio, back when radio had a whole lot of reverb on it, <laughs> like right now. <laughs> and most importantly, when radio was lively and boss and yeah, and, and, and whole nine yards was personality oriented, had DJs when, when, that knew what they were doing, and <laughs> it made lots of money. Mm-hmm. When radio was basically well, I don't, I don't think we're going back that far. Uh, I mean, that was a, that was a show that that Stan Freeberg hosted, and of course was mostly uh, uh, your old time nineteen thirties and forties uh, dramatic type comedy show type uh, old time radio stuff hey, before not, television. Not to get off the rails for a second, but last night on the shortwave, I was checking out a show called Classic Radio Rewind with Wyatt Cox. It's also a podcast. Wyatt but... Cox. Yes. You're kidding me. No. I oh, was I know that dude. Yeah. You do? I do. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he worked with Chuck Harder's network uh, when they were up in White Springs. And wow. he, was, uh, he was one of the production coordinators that uh, I worked with at uh, W Talk a lot. We would uh, get on the phone and talk together and discuss talk radio and all the stuff that was going on on the network and so forth. And he kind of gave me an idea of what was going on. Last I heard, he wound up in Las Vegas, I think. I was actually on their site earlier this morning. And for people to send him stuff, it's in Ely, Nevada. I'm not right. Sure. Las Vegas. That's what I thought. He went to he yeah. he moved to uh, to Las Vegas. Got it. Okay, makes sense. So uh, yeah, wow. Oh man, I haven't heard that name in years. Wyatt Cox. Wow, pretty cool. Uh, so he's still around. What's he doing? What's on that site? I mean, what are you what are you listening to? He 
Post shows every day of the week from the the old time radio theater. Uh, he has some various gifts you can buy online. And, and this is on shortwave. Well, yeah, I discovered it on shortwave. But okay, what's I'm station? Not sure. Uh, WWCR from Nashville. Okay, and what time? I was lying in bed when this happened. This was on like after two in the morning. Okay. Well, that's that. That is extremely interesting to me because, uh, as I said, I I knew the dude. I know I know exactly who you're talking about. Pretty cool, huh? But yeah. He posts links to the daily shows on his on the site. He also posts some books, some old time radio gear that you can buy. And hmm. I did not find a station list on there though. Okay. Well, maybe he's only doing it through the shortwave station. Do they stream? Actually, they might. I want to research that and and, sh- and send it over. Yeah, good. Yeah, because uh, it'd be neat to catch up with him again. Be pretty neat. At any rate, we uh, <clears throat> we are just going to have so much fun today. Uh, we, uh, I mean, basically, we're going to. This is going to be an educational program uh, to a certain extent because uh, this is going to be a show that basically takes radio from back in the, well, we're going to start back in the 60s, and then we're going to progress to the 70s and the 80s and finally the 90s. And you're going to have an opportunity to hear what radio sounded like during all of those uh, various decades. So, in other words, this is going to be retro RCL. And we are going to go back in time. We are going to go back in time and we're going to start by giving you guys a little piece of something. Now, this is going to be part one of this. Next week, I'm going to play part two of this uh, file, which I think you will find most, most interesting. Um, And next week, we will have time to actually discuss 
part two of this and see if you actually, you know, if you believe that this could happen or not. But part one is something that was done by Howard Hoffman and a bunch of other people. Um, and it was called Nine. It's called the Nine Tapes, if you ever want to try and find the whole thing. Actually, there were two parts of it. One was done back in, uh, well, 1974, I think it was, and the other part was done more recently, and that was, uh, it was called 99 Radio. And we'll play 99 Radio next week, but Nine, the Nine Tapes, basically takes radio from uh, the 1960s top 40 days of, of a small town uh, radio station. I would say a small town mythical radio station, but really it's not, <laughs> it's not mythical. Uh, the, uh, the, the radio station actually exists. It's WVWA in Pound Ridge, New York. Um, but uh, it, it is... Um, uh, what they did with this was uh, that they went back and this is kind of shows you how bad radio could sound on a really small town say 250 watt AM radio station back in the 60s it then progresses uh, in the story to the Drake format and you'll hear them make fun of Bill Drake and finally it winds up with making fun of Buzzy Bennett and the Q format, and that's where this uh, thing gets its name, Nine, because, uh, well, and we will play examples of all of this this afternoon. So as an introduction to all of this, let us delve first forward into, first forward and fast forward into, the Nine Tapes on Radio Connection Live's Retro. For years, top 40 radio programmers have been searching for the most efficient and most saleable approach to effective motivation of potential ratings respondents in their respective and contiguous market. For example, listen now to the contemporary sound of WVWA, Pound Ridge, New York, known affectionately to their community as 900 Radio, circa 1965. Well, there you have it right there, old Seth Schmo himself from uh, last year, I think that was. Boy, it seems like a long time ago, doesn't that? That's Hello Dolly, and this is the sound of Young Westchester, 900 Radio, the sound of WVWA. It's the Pound Ridge Happening Sound, 900 Radio. Let's go! And, uh, yeah, we got the, uh, oh, it's a beautiful wind. Did you look at it? The sun is shining, and it's just one of those days to, to, to get out in the sun. Beautiful Wednesday, mostly sunny today, and, uh, it's gonna be clear and cold tonight with a low around 30. But right now, it's 89 degrees at WVWA 900 Radio. Notice the flagrant disunity of programming elements, the abundance of unnecessary sound, the clutter. Yeah, okay, that's a city service there from 900 Radio. 
This is WBWA on a beautiful Wednesday. My goodness, the skies are clear out there, aren't they? had to be condensed to most effectively maximize dynamic utilization of the audio medium. In the continuing efforts to intensify the impact, many ideas were born, tried, and died. WVWA Pound Ridge. It's nine o'clock on Greater New York's Big 90. This is Johnny West with a million dollar weekend featuring the music of one of the world's two great groups, the Dave Clark Five, starting Saturday, all day Saturday on WVWA. W-V-W-A. And the music just keeps on coming on a solid gold weekend. 214 on the Big 90 with Bob Roberts. At long last, management recognized the full potential of their experiments in broadcasting. The idea was there in practice. It had to be taken to its furthest extreme. Buzzhart Rookdreck Creative Services was engaged by WVWA Poundridge, New York. Their extensive research period of more than 100 hours interviewing barmaids and local establishments and several bass drummers from the local high school band representing a cross-section of WVWA's target demographics. The consulting firm developed, refined, molded, polished, honed, shaped, and pulled out of left field a revolutionary new formatic programming concept. 900 Radio became... A little jab at Buzz Bennett there. What do you think, guys? Well, I mean, the fact that they've kind of 
reformatted the radio station over that short bit of time and we're gonna and obviously we'll we'll have we'll, uh, we'll hear more next uh, on next week uh, next time but i think that that this could happen in fact maybe and we'll hear ne- next week maybe it already is happening well i mean this was just a, a spoof on all the different kinds of formats that happened back in the 60s and the 70s you know, I mean, it went from having absolutely no, no organization at all to taking a nice jab at Bill Drake and, and what he was doing in the 65 to 70 and then and then progressed on into the 70s with uh, what Buzz Bennett did. And I, I love the way they even used Buzz's name in that. Um, they didn't use Buzz Bennett, but they used the, the first name Buzz. It was Buzz something creative productions or whatever it was that they were right. referencing there. But that was that was referencing Buzz Bennett. And the nine, the whole nine thing was it was was a hilarious takeoff on what actually was the Q format in a way. Oh, and wow. we will we will hear all of that now. I managed to uh, find this morning something that I did not even know existed, but it, it, that one of the creators of that little piece of, um, of uh, strangeness that we just played uh, was Howard Hoffman. And here's a little bit of a Howard Hoffman interview talking about uh, that particular piece of audio. We are lucky to be speaking with a genuine radio legend. His name is Howard Hoffman. Howard. Thank you. Welcome to my video session. The world of Dan O'Day. Yes. Okay. And I, I think you're probably best known for something that was created a long time ago called the Nine Tape. Oh, yeah. And uh, just one of the funniest, most creative things I've ever heard. Well, that was, a, that was a collaboration. I can't take full credit for that, of course. Uh, that was way back in 1974. It was me, Randy West, uh, Amos B. Moses, and um, Pete Salant. And uh, yeah, it was. It's the stuff that you know legends are made of, which just got more out of hand as time has gone on. But uh, yeah, that was that was a fun night. That was done in Middletown, New York, and uh, a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of water has uh, crossed under the bridge uh, since then. Of course, I've been since then. I've been in wild New York City a couple of times. Whose idea? Whose idea was the nine tape? Like before you actually did it, who had the original idea? Actually, it was all four of us. Um, but the, the genesis of that was uh, Randy West and I were driving around and we were listening to WWDJ on the car radio and, you know, they'd shorted it down to 9J and we said, well, what's next? Nine? And from that point forward, uh-huh. we said, ah, oh, there's a radio format. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, uh, since then, we, we've, you know, applied what we've known since then into the radio business and I think that, uh, you know, uh, to this day at KABC, uh, I use some of that. In did did you guys, did the four of you write it together though? You said there were four of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four of us, we, we wrote it together. It was, like I said, it was a collaborative effort. And uh, today, uh, were, were, when you I, like when a, use, were you in the production room of a radio station, somebody's house? It was a radio station. Dan, nobody had equipment in their house at the time. Well, no, the writing. Oh, so, right. They're, they're writing, we did it in the bars, we did it in the, the studio, whatever. whatever. Okay. I mean, but, you know, but uh, as I was trying to say, some of that knowledge that we've gleaned from then, I applied to and you, we, are you I'm sorry, you recorded it in a radio station, though? Like a, a, uh, yeah. What, what station? WALL in Middletown, New York. WALL. I've that before. Yeah. In Middletown, sorry. Okay. Right. Okay, I'm right. sorry. Right. Well, the night we did the nine tape, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we uh, we all got together. We we drank and we, we we smoked, and you know, then we just turned on the tape deck, and you know, it was it was magic. 
There you go. A little information about the tape that you just heard. And uh, as I said, they revised that and made a second part to that. And we will hear that next week because uh, it is it is very relevant to current radio today. And uh, it is uh, something that I think uh, we will elicit a great deal of discussion. All right. So uh, we're now in the 60s and we're in the mid 60s. And we're going to take a trip to Miami here real quick. And we're going to listen to one of the DJs that were the best at it. Now, what I want you to understand about this is all of this stuff is being done with turntables and cart machines. And listen closely to this air check because this guy's got so many things going on at once. I mean, it's hard for me to even imagine how he could organize all this in his head, grab those carts, throw them in the machines and hit the buttons the right time and make sure and, and know what was going to come at him and, and know how to make it work. And I mean, there's just a lot of uh, that. Well, that that first thing that you heard, the, the WVWA thing was a lot of, you know, sound effects and stuff like that going on. And, and this kind of what this is in a way. Uh, except that this is so very, very well done. And, uh, and we'll discuss this coming out of it, I, I guess, when I think of a few more things I want to say about it. But anyway, we've got one of the best here, Rick Shaw. One of the things that DJs liked to do back then was, was to have stuff on cart and talk to the stuff on cart and have the carts talk back to them. And he was absolutely one of the best. Rick Shaw, WQAM, 1965 on Retro Connection Live. Here's Rick Shaw. Keep the meatloaf warm, baby. Be back one of these days. Don't wait up for me, holler, bro. I want you to get too excited. Here's a happy guy. sort of a special occasion here because it's the very last time you're going to hear Bubs on the radio for a long while. When are you coming back, Bubs? Next summer. Figures. Okay. We want to wish you all the luck in the world. I like to say that you did a wonderful job, but I don't want to perjure myself. WQAM number one. Encore Radio. Well, I'll tell you one thing, babes. When you go out to Birmingham, I assure you, you won't hear anything on the radio like this. We got one called the Big Bam in Birmingham. You can hear it all over the South, 50,000 watts. They get all over the place. Except you can't hear them in Birmingham. They're so powerful, they just shoot right over the top of it. Yeah, wonderful. These are the G-A-N-T-S. The song about our favorite little animal. me be you. Boon to mankind, man. Nothing like a little old road runner stew. Always did say, here he goes. I don't know where you learned how to catch roadrunners. <laughs> Obviously, they haven't graduated a class in some time. Soho is in, in London town. Soho. Soho's a bit of all river right. You're hired. Soho is in, in London town. Soho. Yeah. Where you never put down. Soho. Where the fans are fans. And Soho is a flash to shoot. 
at Tom McCann. Ten dollars. He's Tom McCann. So hoes are a bit of all run. Sounds a little bit like a cow mooing there, doesn't it? Five six zero One more dollar in WQAM's big old money match jackpot. That makes it 282 big ones. 282 bucks. And, of course, two more shots of Maximilian the Mechanical Money Monster this hour. Wonderful WQAM. WQAM number one. Platterpool hit line nine. I'll join the group. We'll call it the We Six. It'd be wonderful. You were on my mind. Former number one Diddy on WQAM. Great, great shot. Song number nine on the platter pool tonight. That's money match time. 282 cash dollars from WQAM. If this happens to be your money match book number, $282, the number is 192043BB, as in bird brain. 192043BB, as in boo boo. If that is your number, 56 seconds to call. An hour to bring the matchbook down intact, and we'll trade it. For $282 in cash. Uh, Astrid is going downstairs. You guys need anything? What do we need? I don't, I don't know. Tano, what do you want from downstairs at the delicatessen? Coffee. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Sugar. Yeah. 44 rifle shells. <laughs> Wait a minute. And... Wait a minute. For man-sized pleasure, this is the one. Get pleasure for staff size. It's brewed with extra care to keep the good taste there. America's premium quality beer. Hey, the Rickshaw program, 14 minutes past 9 o'clock. Our temperature is 78 degrees. Man, I'm going to go to that one myself. I'll see you up there, Tano. We meet you with Beaver Dam. You got it. <laughs> Flashback time, 15 past 9. The Rickshaw Show and the Tiger. Backside of Surfer Girl 1963 flashback for you. The Beach Boys and one called Little Dude Scoopadema. 17 minutes past 9 on WQAM on a Tuesday night. The forecast says low tonight in the 70s, partly cloudy with very early or early morning or very late night showers. Shower activity in the vicinity of the Keys and uh, southward like that there down towards Cuba. The surf temperature right now is 83. 78 at Miami International Airport. On Miami Beach, it's 82 degrees. Man, I don't see a dog around this scene. Like, uh, that's no dog howling, cat. Like, Fredo, what is it? Like, that's my, uh, hip hound, Harry. Mr. Vito's new look in skirt. Say, that's a wild look. Mr. Like... Vito's hip hounds at bird eyes. Go get them, Big Daddy. It's 19 minutes past nine. Let's see if we have an open line here just for giggles. That one's not. Okay, that is Cedar 85600. That is South Dade. Cedar 85600 for the Maximilian game. Call now. Come on, Supreme.
20 past 9 on the line, believe it or not, is a real live bunny. Hi, bunny. Hi. How are you? Fine. You're not the Playboy kind of bunny, though, are you? I don't know. <coughs> well, okay. It's Bunny Douglas, and she goes to South Dade, right? Right. Okay, Bunny, you know how to play the game. Yeah. What's the word that stops the machine? I don't know. Snickle Fritz. Oh, okay. Try it once. Snickle Fritz. Wonderful. Now, you can have the first prize, or I'll start it up, and you can take any one you want. Now, what do you want to do there? Start it. You want to start it, all right? <laughs> A six transistor radio. <laughs> A menschic electric razor. Say something there, buddy? No. Nope. All right, I'm just checking. Okay. A six transistor radio. <laughs> what? Snickle Fritz. Okay, this is your prize, buddy. See what it is. A beautiful Corningware buffet. Hey, buddy, a Corningware sack. You've done it. <laughs> You've just won a great prize in WQAM's million, the Mechanical Money Monster game. What? And you now are eligible oh. for the grand prize drawing Saturday, September 18th for a 12-foot Telstar class sailboat valued at $500. Douglas, my dear, you've won yourself a Corningware buffet set, which is a wonderful prize. What? A lot. You're quite welcome. Do you know how to cook? Yeah, I'm a great cook. You're a great cook. Well, you're going to be an even better one now that you've got this. You're also eligible to win a 12-foot sailboat, which we're going to give away Saturday afternoon. Your name's going to be in there, so you be sure and have your radio on WQAM. I will. Okay? Okay. Thank you, sweetheart. All right. Bye-bye now. And that is what radio sounded like circa 1965, WQAM, Miami, a Todd Stores station. You may have heard the the name Todd Stores before. Uh, He was one of the originators of Top 40 radio and that kind of high-energy, fun-to-listen-to Top 40 format. And uh, he had stations all over the country, uh, St. Louis, Kansas City, uh, just a bunch of stations. WDGY was, I think, one of his, bunch of them. And that was the kind of radio that he did, and uh, this actually was before Bill Drake. So what do you guys think of that kind of radio? What's your opinion? I got to be honest with you, the, 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 the Mechanical Monster game was my favorite one. I, 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 I literally thought, Please take the radio. Please take the transistor radio. Please take the transistor radio. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here listening to this. And it, it, it reminds me a little bit of the beat the buzzer games that a lot of ra- that a lot of morning shows play. You know, the ones where where the the $100, 152, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And you gotta stop the mechanical buzzer before before it goes off. Right. And you win and you win the money. A lot and and I think that's probably where this came from. Exactly. You know, because a lot, a lot of radio stations, and and then I remember the um, the the jackpot, the 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 money jackpot. I remember here in Tampa, WGUL here, uh, on the morning show with a guy, Tim. You you probably heard of him by the name of Les Forster. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And Les would do the cat. Uh, Denny uh, Denny Denny B would, would say, oh, well, there's five hundred and ten dollars in the WGUL uh, cash call jackpot, and. And you and you can win it tomorrow morning with Les Forster, and that's probably where, where where this particular thing came from because you know a lot of stations were doing cash call back then. Right. You knew how much money mm-hmm. it, 
And sometimes they do it where they would give you a number every 10 or 15 minutes, whatever the case is. And if you knew all three of the numbers that were announced, you won the cash. As you got it wrong, they would just keep adding more and more and more and more money to the pot. A lot of stations did that. Yeah, they did. Yep, yep. And I'm sure that's where they got the idea from, from, you know, because they were kind of a station, uh, you know, for older demographics. And so they wanted to bring that back so that people would remember, uh, would, you know, remember that kind of thing. And what you have to admire about that air check is how much was going on. I mean, it was just going forward, 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 constantly, energy, energy, energy. How And the organizational skills that that DJ had to have mm -hmm. in order to, to pull that off. I mean, you know, you got you to gotta have all those carts in the machines ready to go, know when to punch them, know what they're going to say. I think there are times when, I mean, and this is all live, you would think he was voice tracking all that stuff because you couldn't, you couldn't have done it on live radio. You could never done it, but for some some kind of way, Rick Shaw was able to pull it off. And I imagine other DJs, and again, you said this was before Bill Drake. So, you know, I mean, you couldn't have pulled, pulled this thing off back, you know, to, with the current uh, system we have today. Oh, no, the, no, computer no would, the computer would crap out on you. <laughs> no one could. No one could. <laughs> and, I, and you had to, and those, I think those were Pam's jingles that they were oh, yes. using. Yep, those, and, those uh, are all Pam's jingles. QAM bought nothing but... Oh, really? Really? So, so the guy. Well, for that matter, Todd Stores bought nothing but <laughs> so Pam's Todd jingles. Todd Stores was like, all my stations will have nothing but Pam's jingles. And oh, then, absolutely. Of course, yeah. Right. And then I, ima I imagine, you know, when Pam's went out of business, they either didn't have jingles anymore or they switched to jam because mo most of the, most right. of the stations that, uh, when right. Pam's, uh, what, you know, went out of business, a lot of them probably switched to jam creative for jingles. So there you go. That's a little Todd Storrs history for you, because I think that that's important that you know what radio used to sound like back in those days. And I mean, hey, you went into work. There was a lot to do. There was a now, lot going on. Now, and there was a lot of freedom. There was a lot of creativity with everything he did in that ear check. Yeah, nowadays the computer the, the computer does it all for you. You don't have to be, you barely you barely have you barely have to lift the finger. Yeah, and Literally. what kind of what kind of radio do we have? The kind that we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> Boring. Uh, Preston, what do you think of that air trick? Well, um, I think that says it all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I know what I think. I know what I think. I mean, you know, I mean, and and I but the, the amount of concentration that was required to put all that stuff together the amount of work that you have to do again nowadays the the, the computer does every you know does most of the stuff for you but uh back then you were literally the producer you were the dj everything fell on your shoulders back in those days and this was during the days of cart machines and reel-to-reel -reel tape right and et's uh, electrical transcriptions there were some of those in that ear check too Trans transcription discs yeah yep, yep. Yeah. those and big old moosey things that had all the commercials on them and so forth all right oh, that, that's what those were huh so let's see let's uh fast forward here we're still in that era of oh 1964 1965 and um we talked about this guy on a previous rcl show 
his name was Pete Myers, went by the name of Mad Daddy. And uh, I had been looking for some Mad Daddy to play for you guys, and I found a couple of things uh, here that I think you might enjoy. And this guy, I mean, this guy just was crazy. This guy was rap before rap ever happened. This guy could rhyme anything. And listen to the way he just comes up with these quick, fast rhymes. I mean, you think you think rap is a is a current thing? No, no. There's lots of rap going on back in the '60s, even. So um, this is a, a air check of uh, WINS in New York. Pre news. Uh, let's say again. Pre news. Pre pre ten. Yeah, right, news. right. Before they went news, um, and uh, there were WMCA, there was WABC, WINS, uh, and there was one other WHN. All four of those at one point uh, were were actually battling each other out there in New York as top forty um, radio stations. And we all know what I think of WABC, the worst of the worst, except. Well, WMCA, and that was even worse than WABC, if that's possible. And that uh, was, and, 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 and that, that ABC. That's how we got we got Dan Ignoramus too. That's and that that those ear checks we will not play. But because this is so unique, and because this guy is so was so good at it, I think we must take a little visit here to the laboratory and listen to the Mad Daddy Show on Retro Radio Connection Live. This is Mad Daddy resuming the hour. The elevator going up. <laughs> to the Tower of Power. All right, is everybody ready? Yeah! All right, now here we go. I want, I do, I want to. Oh, he ain't that happy. That's Dory Hunky. That's. The miracle's there, Mickey's monkey. As on we go, climbing up toward 12 on this Saturday. Cho, 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 cho. The prettiest girl I ever saw was drinking Hoffman through a straw. Well, goodness gracious, man alive, did we get mail from the Burroughs Five. Here are some names of our Mad Daddy fans we're including in our Saturday plan. plan, plan, plan. <laughs> from Manhattan and Staten and the Bronx and Queens and Brooklyn, too, where our late night scenes are reaching countless sets of ears. Well, what do you know? And strip my gears. We heard from Frankie and Ronnie and Billy and Tony and Barbara and Ray of Hollis. We heard from Marie and Bobby and Reggie and Little Joey and Tommy and Sebby and Big Jelly and Pat Vinsco and Gary and Wendy Katz. And let's see, now hold your hats. We also heard from Cheryl and Zena and Karen and Eric and Linda and Hillary Geller. What'll we play them? Well, let's see. Here's a fetching etching called Come Softly to Me. The Fleetwoods, and come softly to me, uh, especially for these guests who wrote, let's see, we heard from Solomon Wasserman and Craig Tightman and Donald Owens, and Danny wrote to dedicate a song for his girlfriend Janet, we heard from Richie, from Barbara, from Peter Nardi, from Elaine and Byron, Lorraine and Mike, Marion and Denny and Jeff Rito and Gene Thompson. Thank you one, thank you all for scribbling in, cause it's lonesome in the hall. Will you plan on scribbling a line to me to let me know you care? 
those four-button idiots who run this coffee grinder need to see the mail. I mean, it serves as a reminder. They're unaware we're on the air, so tell them your dad's the man with the special sound you dig the most right tonight. Now, don't just coast. Your day begins with 1010 Wins New York, Scooby-Doo. 1010 Wins New York, here's a peel for you. Radio viewers, Bert Peel smiling broadly. And Harry Peel also pleased. We want to thank you for buying so many of our 12-ounce no-return Peel's economy packs. It's your best beer buy, of course. Well, we're glad you appreciate the way we brew Peel's. Peak flavor brewed for that peak of flavor taste. It's a product of Peel Brothers, Brooklyn, New York, and Willamancet, Massachusetts. I'm glad you said that. Now a word to the few remaining laggards who haven't tried our great beer. Friends, please do try our beer. Laggards of the world, unite. You have nothing to lose but your third. I'm going to give you 40 days to get back home. I done called up a gypsy woman on the telephone. Oh, yeah, thumpings and jumpings and screamings and squawkings from that old rebel, that's Ronnie Hawkins. Back in 59, that got a lot of plays. Remember that golden sound? That there's 40 days. And that goes out on this Saturday flight to Jimmy D and Ray and Vern and Joe who wrote the show and Little Joe and Woody and Bob and Ken and Dickie and Johnny Alger wrote a goodie. Thank you all, fellas. I hope that's all you get. <laughs> Bubbling up in my special chemical jars from Al Casey, this is Guitars, Guitars, Guitars! to go to bed. From Sponge Rubber Hall, the Mad Daddy Show. Yeah, this is Mad Daddy resuming the hour elevator going up to the Tower of Power. Power, power, power. Yeah, you know where that is. There's a groovy little song. The honeycombs and a big, big hit. That was it. Have I the right come back where you belong? No, no, no. You belong where the fun begins. You found the spot. Don't fiddle with the dial. Plan on sticking around a while, because this is 10-10. Win, 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 win. <laughs> hey, now, this is the station. Matt Dad is back from his vacation. Here it comes. It found the score. A big hit to be. This is Leslie going to sing. Hey, now, now, now. Hey, now. Lots of freckles, about 18 trillion. That's Leslie Gore. And hey, now, 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 now. In New York town, you found the sound. The bright, exciting sound of tomorrow. 10, 10 wins New York. Yeah, that's a 10, 10 wins where the fun begins with the time right here in Sponge Rubber Heaven. Let's check the clock here on the wall of my Sponge Rubber Studio. 19 before 11, 11, 11, 11. Remember, I'm no slouch when it comes to providing just the right sound for smooch on the couch. <laughs> what? While you're smooching on the couch, you are aware, I hope, whomever you are and wherever you are, I see you clearly on my super, super 
And that is Mad Daddy. And you'd have to be a really good DJ to put all those effects in there, too. I tell you that. He used a lot of effects with his show, I noticed. You know, a lot of. Well, <laughs> he, he had that big old Ampex 440 sitting over there. That big old Ampex reel-to-reel deck that I used to use. I know, I know those machines extremely well, 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 well. <laughs> 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 and uh, he used that a great deal. Uh, and, uh, you know, all of, everything he was doing was being recorded on reel-to-reel while he was doing it. So anytime he wanted echo, all he had to do was pot that up, and it would give him the, the echo that he wanted. Uh, Winds, for real- some reason, never had actually reverb uh, yeah. on what they were doing, but they, but, uh, they did let him use uh, the uh, Ampex 440 uh, reel-to-reel deck to do some of those cool effects. Uh, actually, that he it, was, did. it was it was actually Tim. It was it was actually, it was actually called the reel-to-reel, reel-reel, reel-reel. Yeah, <laughs> it's real interesting. So, what do you guys think about him? He, um, okay, in my opinion, he really knew what he was doing. I think, of course, he probably talked faster than I do. Well, that's a different story. He he really knew. I mean, again, this was the '60s, so he knew what listeners wanted, and and I'm kind of jealous of him because um, I didn't have an Impex 440 when I was <laughs> working at WURK. I wish I, I wish we'd had a, a fancy uh, device like that because I got oh man, what I would what I would have done with a, with an Impex 440 uh, back at URK. So. I, I like that. One. So, what do you think of his style and his rhyming ability and that sort of thing? Considering that everything is all rap these days. Well, you know, a few, uh, a few, um, a few DJs I know of used to do that way back in the even up into the eighties and the nineties. They would, you know, I, you know, I got the hip and the hop, I got the flip and the flop, I got the matter that platter, you know, that kind of thing. And and you, you, you had to be. That was when you had to be really creative with that. I mean, you couldn't. I mean, I wouldn't even try to do that now <laughs> with today's radio, but. But uh, I mean, I, I talked to um, a DJ here in Tampa. Over, at, he's on uh, MNF. Ugh, why would you, why, why, why would anyone go to WMNF anyway? That's not radio. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That's something else. But I can't say it on the air anyway. Um, it, so, so he he would do his show, and he and he did the rhyming. You know, he's a I'm gonna put a glide in your slide, put a pep in your step, put a dip in your hip, and a slide. Yeah, you know, and and you name it, he he'd say it. He's got a show on there. It's a flashback Friday with Chuck Core Jr. that comes on, hmm. I think, at nine o'clock on on Friday nights. Although, a matter of fact, Tim, I'm I'm gonna send you a, an air check of fresh of flashback Friday on MNF. But but I can't do it until they get out of Vegathon mode. Right oh. now they're doing. I I, I called uh, Joellen Schulke. She's the kind of the manager over there. I said, Joanne, you need a dog in your <laughs> in your. <laughs> of course, the big wigs over there have hung up on me. They 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 don't like me actually. Yeah, I don't imagine they do because they uh, they you know like something me. about radio and they don't. So yeah, that uh, yeah yeah yeah. But is just the two of us here, Jamie, talking to each other, or what? Where's all the rest of our crew? Well, let me let me take a look, look here. It's um because after all, I am your um you're just you're the host i'm your uh yes, say, reducer producer. yes yes i'm your producer extraordinary no reducer reducer, reducer. okay yeah. okay there you go oh you know what you, you know what i'm looking you know preston preston's here okay. uh aj is out 
Tim mm -hmm. and we are in, you and I, and Preston's here. Uh, well, Preston, what, what do you think of some of the last couple of air I checks that we have played here? I think he's on the other side, of, other side of the studio. I think maybe, maybe, maybe he, maybe he stepped out to get a beer. I'm, I'm not sure, but no. I, but mm. I do know, but I do know mm. that for me, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I remember when I, when I was get fixed to go to M and I, I, I was listening to this way the DJs did their shows, and I said uh, to Joel and Chuck, I said, Joel, and you need some reverb, put some <laughs> reverb on that thing. That might explain why they don't like me because they've had that same format for forty years. And they're gaining no ground, and they're losing money, and they, and they and the the I, I honestly I think I think it's the DJs themselves that are paying for it. Honestly, you said somebody they is, somebody's gonna buy that station one of these days. You said somebody's they started in the house. You said they started. I, I, I mean, really, I think uh, you know, I think I think it's a prime candidate for K Love, really. Yeah, that'll give them uh, a seventy thousand watch uh, thing there. Yeah, and that's another problem they have: no signal. They just don't have a signal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. Who's kind of trying to pick him up? But one station we know had a signal was ninety-three KHJ Los Angeles. Oh, they had a huge, huge signal. That five thousand watts went all the way from uh, San Diego to north into Northern California. You could hear it at night uh, in San Francisco with no problem whatsoever. And of yeah, course, yeah. Uh, when you talk about the Drake format, well, that's the flagship station pretty much of the Drake format, although that's not absolutely true. Uh, but um, it was definitely the most representative uh, station of the uh, Drake format, the Bill Drake concepts and what Bill was trying to do. And of course, the quintessential DJ for that format in Southern California and actually throughout uh, the whole format was the real Don Steele. And um, the real Don Steele was an interesting character. Um, I've heard a lot of interesting stories about him. Uh, he's he was partially deaf, actually, uh, and that was and that's why he had to run his headphones up so high, and that's one of the reasons why he was constantly screaming at you uh, because he had trouble hearing himself. So, uh, you know, he is trying to hear the music and hear himself and so forth and so on. Plus, he was a word freak. He loved words just to be able to use words and and uh, and so forth. It's just all that kind of syntax and uh, verbiage that uh, he would come up with, uh, kind of the, the fast paced, crazy stuff that he would do. And um, and that's where the whole Tina Delgado is alive. He just happened to love the name Tino, Tina Delgado. There was not actually a Tina Delgado. There was never that person. He never met her. He just created her. H. Bone entered the waiting room. Because he liked uh, the name. He liked the name Tina Delgado. So that's where you'll, you'll hear that in this uh, air check. Who just uh, entered our waiting room? Uh, yes, we do have somebody on the line. Let's go ahead and Go to the phone lines here, uh, and it looks like we got AJ. Hello, AJ. Here, glad um, to have you back. Yeah, you got the week yeah. off, dude. You're not, you know, you don't have to do news this week, so you, you know, just sit yeah, back and enjoy to, it. Yeah, sit, sit back and enjoy the ride, my friend. Let me tell you something. This old, this old RCO time machine is not. I wanted, I, I, did Did you manage to get through uh, race week over there in Daytona this weekend? Because boy, I, I remember that so well. Um, I remember, 
Yeah, you know, it's funny, Tim. I, I was listening I, to 95.7 The Hog a little bit uh, this weekend and uh, hearing some of the promotions they were doing. And uh, I'll bet uh, I'll bet ROD actually made money this week, didn't they? Yeah, I think they run the races. Do they run the races there on NDB, ROD? I think, runs. I think NDB runs the races. Well, NDB, yeah, the AM and, the, and, their, and their little um, lemonade stand lemonade FM stand. runs the <laughs> Raises. They got two FM. They got two FMs. Remember? But, oh, um, ninety-three-five. What's the other one? Ninety-nine point nine. Wow, that's oh, weird. That was, that, hmm. that, that was that was Gator Country. That was uh, Froggies. Yes, old home. Ninety-nine. Yep. Well, I mean, it's still uh, you know, Palaka, Daytona Beach, and then they Kiss you know, FM. Kiss uh, FM. Yeah. Kiss FM. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I one hundred. You know, yep. You know, Tim. I remember. I one hundred. Yep, you know, you know, I remember we were talking about race week a long time ago on RCL, and and you were, you were, yep, and you were hosting RCL, and you said what you may hear in the background is sounds like a swarm of killer bees. Yes, it did coming at you. Yes, what? Yeah, what, what it really is is the sound of killer idiots. Coming at you in these weird-looking little cars at 200 miles per hour. Exactly. That's what it sounded like. Back in those days, well, AJ, I gotta tell you, man. You know what, man? You can uh, you can put your, uh, your 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 teleprompter away this week, and this this RCO time machine. She's got so a- AJ. Since you're here with us, what what do you think of some of these uh, air checks that we've been playing? I haven't had a chance to um, hear them in a while. I mean, I mean, I know ABC is doing an oldies show, but there there's a few stations on the internet that run all the old jingles but there's just not it's just not what it used to be what so it used what, to be, what, what did you think of like rick shaw or mad daddy yeah, that rick we just shaw, played UAM, yeah oh yeah those those guys are those guys are amazing mad, i mean I tell mad you, daddy was my favorite mad daddy because yeah. that 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 he that that man could rhyme anything and i can hear given the noise that preston is uh back joining us again hi preston having some audio trouble let me uh see, see folks the great thing about doing this show is you, is, is you got to do these things on the fly you see and uh if i just push the right buttons here hopefully i can there we go but yeah, so but um I, I i was really i was really i was really Preston, preston are you with us Okay, we're gonna. Well, my goodness, he he he's not with us, and uh, that's very depressing of him. Um, <laughs> so well, let us do. Uh, let us uh, see if he comes back here. Uh, hopefully, but uh, we've got uh, the real Don Steele of ninety-three uh, KHJ, circa nineteen sixty-six, and the Drake format executed about as well as you can do it. And of course, we're gonna start this off with. The KHJ preview song that Jan and Dean did, and uh, you'll get to know who these people were. Radio Connection Live. It's the new KHJ. You don't know what we've got. Los Angeles goes now, it goes all the way.
Morgan, and I'll be starting your day 6 till 9 every morning on the new KHJ. My name is Roger Christian. You have an invitation to join me 9 till noon for some rock and relaxation. And every day at noon, you'll hear me, Gary Mack. Remember that name. Mack, Mack, Mack in the afternoon, baby. Except no substitution. Get the real Don Steele and wipe out air pollution. When the working day is done and you point your car towards home, just dial Dave Diamond and you'll never be alone. From Hollywood a go-go till 12 o'clock at night, Sam Riddle is the man to make your day end right. If you listen late at night till the morning shadows creep, a guy named Johnny Williams might be talking in your sleep. It's the new case, Jay. Now you know what we've got. Gentlemen, you're listening to a million dollar weekend from the much more music station, AM and FM. KHJ Los Angeles. Three o'clock in Los Angeles on a billion dollar weekend with me, baby. The real Don Steele. All those groovy golders with the reminiscing fun devils out there, huh? Tonight's our night factors party at the fun jungle. You better believe it. Dig. Can't get none of that good stuff, baby. Find it here on a million dollar weekend. Certainly 302 KHJ with a car time on a million dollar weekend at the south of the boss 30 going to the go-go miracles. Boss 30 at 3.05 KHJ What a car time here on a million dollar weekend With me, the real Dobbs deal Good afternoon everybody Hi, You look good, you look good Really, no kidding Here he is, ladies and gentlemen With his turban on And the pearl in the middle of his forehead Anytime uh, Imagine yes. if your car had a heartbeat At the sign of the quiet zone Hey, Q-Plus Oil is available at Bill's Richfield Station At 2300 West Valencia In the magnificent community of Fullerton KHJ weather Gonna be sunny through tomorrow Slightly warmer during the days with the highs and the uh, high 60s, loaded at around 42, and currently a magnificent 62 degree reading at this moment in Los Angeles. And here's a reminder for the boss jocks because you care about your future baby's health, you care about the fight against birth defects. Give generously, join the March of Dime. 93 KHJ, million dollar song. Zombies on a million dollar weekend. And she's not at a million dollar weekend and she's not there at 309 KHJ. What a car time here on the Real Don Steele Show. Bring your husband with you. Isn't it time he knew? inexpensive cuts of meat are at Ralph's. The quality unconditionally guaranteed. The price always low. And now Ralph's Golden Premium USDA Choice Round or Swiss Steak is just 69 cents a pound. Shop for the most, for the best, for the least, huh? Always shop at Ralph's. Certainly. What do we know and believe? Fun folks. Tina Delgado is alive! Alive! 93KHJ! Certainly. Patula Clark for the Boss 30 on a million dollar weekend. Pat, anytime you're ready, honey. My love is warmer than the warmest sunshine. There is nothing in this world that can ever change my love. On the boss 30, Petula Clark. Certainly my love on a million.
million dollar week at a 313 KHA What a car time here on the Real Dodge Steel Show. Hey, now you can buy the Munn Stereo Pack system for your automobile at the Munn's factory in Van Nuys. And the price is just $79.95 complete. Yes, the celebrated Munn Stereo Pack 4-track continuous cartridge system installed in your car with four speakers. And the factory price is just $79.95 complete. And now at the factory, there's no waiting and no delay. And the world's largest library of the Boss 30 Vogue and Roll Pop Jazz and Classical Album cartridges are factory priced from just $2.98 each. Remember, Munn Stereo Pack systems and cartridges just minutes away by freeway, seven days a week at the Munn Stereo Pack factory in Van Nuys. The letters page of the preview edition of Saturday's Los Angeles Times on in the preview edition of Saturday's Los Angeles Times. Uh, on sale now. Right. 93 KHJ Golden. Remember this one? Got the hear it, baby. A million dollar we get on Boss Radio, Larry Williams. I got a girl named Phony Maroney. 93 KHJ plays more music. Certainly not going to stop here at a million dollar week at a 316 KHJ winning car time with a real Don Steele show. Ronnie in the Daytona Sandy. Hey girl, with sunlight in your hair. I love you, Sandy. Ronnie in the Daytona's at the Boss 30 at a million dollar week at a 319 KHJ winning car time here on the real Don Steele show. Nation's fastest stock cars at Riverside International Raceway. Sunday, January the 23rd, Riverside International Raceway. Drive, Devil, drive. The non-stop contest keep coming on Boss Radio. KHJ proudly presents the seven-car sweepstakes. You can win your choice of one of these seven 1966 cars. Four Vet Stingray, Toronado by Old Mustang, 2 Plus 2, Pontiac, GTO, a Dodge Charger, Cadillac, Coupe de Ville, or a Jaguar XKE Convertible. Stop contest. Keep coming on Claws Radio. Stand by for the sound of the seven-car sweepstakes. When you hear that horn during any record played on KHJ, and you're the first to call, you'll win a key. And one lucky KHJ key holder will win the choice of one of the seven most wanted cars in America. Stand by. The seven-car sweepstakes starts tomorrow on Claws Radio. 93 KHJ. Million dollar song. The beat of Stevie Wonder. And there you go, a little K A J. Wow! Talk about real, real magic. Oh man. Preston, you're back with us. We can because we finally got had a way to hear you. I, I had to do some uh, figuring uh, mm-hmm. with with Preston's uh, fee, but I got him. <laughs> well, good, good. Indeed. Preston, what what I, are you I, thinking I of some of this? Mind. So, what are you thinking of some of the '60s uh, radio that we've been listening to here? Well, it's pretty interesting to see how times have changed over the years. Oh yes, as they say, the times Russian they are a changing. As Bob Dylan said, the times they are a changing, right? Okay, so what was your what's your uh, definitive opinion of of say Rick Shaw, Mad Daddy, and the Real Don Steele? Because there are so many differences between them. This 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 last air check shows you how Bill Drake's format worked, how it took all of those elements that we heard in the last couple of air checks and organized them into something that re- I mean just is just constantly moving forward, forward, forward. Um, you know, doesn't get bogged down in the weeds, as it were. Yeah, 
to me, when I took a look the last couple of year checks we played, they have their own, I guess safe to say, they have their own chemistry on how they how they wanted to do. Well, you know, shit. well, you know, Preston, Bill Drake was very, very strict as oh, yeah. what stations ran his format. He he was, I mean, you had, I think, and and Tim, help me out here. I think there was a lot of training involved before you even were even put on the radio at a boss station because Bill wanted to make sure that. As a matter of fact, there were about two months of extensive every single day training, training, training and air checks that, uh, you know, you would go in and you would do your your shift and you would record your air checks as if you were on the air, but you weren't on the air yet. You were still training. And, uh, you know, he, they would, you know, your program director, Ron Jacobs, or whoever it might be, uh, would be listening to that and say, okay, the, you know, you're doing this right, you're doing this wrong, this is how we want this done, this is how we want that done, you know, but, um, and Bill Drake, by the way, was the guy that you heard doing that contest promo there mm -hmm. at the end. So that was his voice doing that contest promo. And he was legendary when it came to contests. He believed in contests. Uh, and he had all kinds of different things, different ideas uh, for contests. Um, now, folks, this was long before these texts to win or in on our own. So this was long before that. In fact, uh, car giveaways were actually quite common on radio stations back in these days because because they again, were all trade outs. Right. Right. There, there, there was no text or anything. There was an app that you download. So you, the idea was, and and every station did their own version, and and, and pretty much, and the way most stations would do it is, if you were the right caller, you, when you heard in, in the horn sound or whatever sound effect that was designated, most likely it was going to be a horn sound, you would win the key. Now, and 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 the key would unlock one of the cars, and that was the car that you won. Well, well, we didn't win the car yet. You had to go to the location that the the event was being held at and then you would try your key in all of the in all of the cars and if your key opened the lock and you, i guess even started the car i imagine then that was the car that you got it's pretty you cool on the car right exactly pretty cool yep. but see co contesting you know folks contesting on radio stations has really changed over the last few several decades back in the day it was and this, some stations do do though you know be caller 10 be caller 5 whatever and, and there's no work involved. You just you just had to be the right caller. Uh, back then, you had to answer. Back then, you 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 had to answer trivia questions. You had to do all kinds of things, right, Tim? Well, there were different you know different sorts of things going on. A lot of the a lot of the Drake uh, contests, uh, especially in L.A., used a lot of um, uh, the local you know movie stars and talent and like that. And if you know they would they would pop a, a voice, a two second uh, clip of a voice uh, on you, and then you if you could guess the person who the, you know who belonged to that voice, then you would be the winner. There was a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Um, and it was all local. It was not, there was no national contests back then. It was local, 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 everything local. And so it was, you know, it was, it, it, it actually was programming to your audience, yeah. which is not being done today. Indeed. In fact, mo yeah, in, um, in fact, Preston, uh, don't, most radio stations today, 
the, the thing is now it, it really depends on the radio station owner. So if you're saying I heard station and you're saying, give you know, you can win a thousand dollars, just go to our station website. That what they don't tell you is you don't stand a chance in all heck because you are competing yeah. with other st- uh, stations. Well, all, all you have to do is listen for the promos. And when they say it's a nationwide contest, then, you know, you're sunk. You, you don't stand <laughs> a snowball's chance. You know, yeah, but so that's not the way it used to be, man. The way it used to be was you. local radio stations had local contests for their audience, for their local audience. And, and the I, reason they had to do that was because there was competition out there. You weren't an iHeart station competing with 10 other iHeart stations in your market. And then the rest of whoever might happen to be out there, you were a mom and pop owned radio station or a group owned radio station. Uh, you know, like uh, Todd Stores owned a bunch uh, of stations and, and uh, so forth. Uh, 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 Bill Drake, of course, was a consultant for stations all over the country, and they all had kind of the same format, but they still ran local contests back then. Right. Now, we're going to get to contests here in just a minute when we play the KCBQ air check, which I think you're really going to love. Because back in the 60s, you know, the energy level was a certain way. And then as we talked about in the nine tapes earlier, that increased to the 70s. And so when we get to the 70s here in a minute, we, you will see that increase in energy amongst the, the DJs that were doing it. But before we get there. Well, actually, Tim, before, before we go ahead uh, uh, onward and upward, and we, and we are going to, one last bit about contest. There are a lot of medium-sized radio groups that still do local contests just for their listeners. I was talking to uh, Bob Walker at WPCV in Lakeland mm-hmm. uh, this morning, and he said, and it, it's actually on the website, if you go and you click on contest rules, he says, even though we own, I think it's like 17 radio stations, we don't do national contests on our stations. So if you want a prize on WPCB, it's for it's for that station. If you want something on Max hmm. 8.3, it's for that station. QIK and a lot um and the Beasley stations may do one national contest, but they don't really do much because they don't have that many radio stations in their in their portfolio. Uh, QIK did a contest. It was, it was like a high low game, something like that. Right. You had to guess how much money was in was in the cash vault. Right. And in dollars and cents, and it would tell you you're too high or you're too low or something. Yeah, like that's that. that's an old uh, that's an old concept. Uh, I mean, that goes back to the '60s too. Does it really? Oh yeah. Hey, uh, hey Tim, let's hey Tim, let's let's tell some animal stories. Well, yeah, I think we need a break from all this energy here for a second. And one of my favorite uh, air checks and one of my favorite uh, people uh, was Larry Lujak because he was just such a curmudgeon when it came to radio. Uh, And um, he did a feature on his morning show. uh, And then I believe even when he was doing afternoons, he he flip flopped back and forth between WCFL and WLS so many times. I don't really know what radio station this came from, whether it was uh, CFL or um, LS. But he did a feature on his show with um, a guy by the name of Tommy Edwards. Now, Tommy Edwards did Middays at WORFM in New York, and I'm wrong on that. He did he did 12 to 3 because they were three hour shifts on that particular Drake um, formatted stations. 
a lot of the Drake uh, stations were three-hour shifts, uh, you know, three to six, six to nine, nine to midnight, and so forth. Uh, yeah. Because it took so much energy and concentration to do, do that Drake format correctly that, uh, you know, Bill Drake wanted to keep his DJs fresh. And so it was a three hour shift, a little bit easier, um, you know, a little easier to work. But anyway, um, this is absolutely we ran this on the last um, retro radio that we did here on uh, Radio Connection Live, our last uh, Pro Bowl of radio. And it was one of my favorites, and I found it again. So let us do some Larry Lou Jack and animal stories. And let's start off with an old television show theme from back in the 60s. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Red. Go right to the source and ask the horse, he'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course, talk to Mr. Red. People yakety-yak the streak and waste your time a day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and this one will talk to his voice is horse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. Larry Lujak, Larry Lujak, Larry Lujak. Super <laughs> Here we are again, the animal stories. <laughs> News team Ackerman. Here's me, your charming and delightful old Uncle Lair. And there's him, in person. Hi. Little snut-nosed Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Hi, Hi Uncle Lair. Hi, everybody. According to police in Willenhall, England... A horse-drawn cart of scrap drew up behind a motorcyclist at a railroad crossing gate, which was down to allow a train to pass. The horse proceeded to drool on the cyclist. <laughs> Here's some biker a little time. <laughs> Sit there on his big Harley, minding his own business. Waiting for this train to go by, a horse uh, pulls up. Starts dro drooling. <laughs> so he got mad. It says here. Gave uh, gave the <laughs> gave the horse his best elbow shot right to the horse's face. <laughs> well, but in the process, when he when he lifted up his. Uh, arm to give this horse an elbow shot, he let go of his clutch. <laughs> <laughs> and his motorcycle lurched forward, little Tommy into the car in front of him. Meanwhile, the horse, who has just been punched in the face, rears up, dumps uh, the load of scrap onto the car behind, which rolled <laughs> backwards under the weight and rammed the front of yet another car on the line. Now, seeing this chain reaction, a passing dog walker tied his terrier to the railroad gate and went to help out. <laughs> but the train had passed, and the gate went up, pulling the dog 20 feet in the air. <laughs> 
<clears throat> by his neck. See, his... <laughs> <clears throat> the dog's owner shouted to another pedestrian to lower the gate, which came down on and damaged the roof of a passing Mercedes Benz. Oh, wow. I don't know how the, uh, it doesn't say how the dog is. I suppose it would depend on which side of the gate he was tied to. If he was on the side that came crashing down to the Mercedes-Benz, the dog probably not going to be okay. New ornament, yeah. <laughs> Biker all right? <clears throat> Biker's fine, little Tommy. How about the horse? Horse is fine as well. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Your Uncle Aaron, little Tommy. I thought you might be interested in my recent unfortunate encounter with a horse. I am unable to forget the incident, as I still have remnants of it in the grill work and wind deflector of my car. <laughs> it all began one day as I was driving down I-55 on my way to a golf outing. I was in the right turn exit ramp going about 45 miles an hour, and directly behind a truck that was pulling a trailer containing a horse. The horse's rear end was positioned about eight feet off the ground and about two feet in front of my car when the animal began unleashing several pounds of soft, <laughs> watery <laughs> road apples. I was trapped since another car was directly behind me as this tremendous barrage <laughs> began slamming into the windshield of my car. She says the onslaught was so strong that I had to use my windshield wipers to see in front of us. My sunroof was open at the time. <laughs> my sunroof was open at the time, but fortunately the sunroof's wind deflector sent the bombardment over the roof of my car. Oh, good. Unfortunately, however, the deflected barrage was sent hurling at 45 miles an hour at the car directly behind me. As I watched, horrified, through my rearview mirror, I saw the driver behind me, a friend who was following me to the golf course, <laughs> feverishly try to roll up the window to, <laughs> to avoid the deflected barrage. Oh, wow. Guess what? He didn't make it. His left arm was covered from two salvos of the stuff. Three weeks later, I am still unable to remove all the residue of this incident, even after several car washings. Although this story is not directly from the horse's mouth, but <laughs> rather from the other end, it is nevertheless true. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm trying to stifle my laughter as I'm listening to this, because... because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to squeeze my laugh down as this is playing because it, it's a scary thing when, especially when the horse craps all over your car. You see, and that's what that's what Larry that's what Larry had been trying to say. What what I loved about that was how beautifully she wrote that letter. I mean, she just did a great job of of writing that letter. Uh, and 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 Larry and just pulled it off perfectly. Of course, as 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 you uh, would suspect, he would. Um, any of you who are uh, Rush Limbaugh fans um, may have noticed that uh, Rush Limbaugh who, by the way, his death was uh, 
a year ago today or a year ago this weekend. Uh, yeah, February the 17th. We did a special mm-hmm. RCL uh, program about that. Preston, go. You, you know what? I, Preston, buddy, I, use your phone because that, that, that gets really annoying after all. Anyway. Um, and uh, but anyway, uh, what I was saying was that um, Rush uh, Limbaugh was a huge Larry Dujak fan. If you listen closely to the way he did his show, you'll see that he copied directly copied a lot of what Larry Lujak did as far as the pacing, the timing, the long pauses that he would use as yeah. he was trying to make a point. Mm-hmm. Those were all things that he learned from uh, Larry Lujak. You know, and, I, I got to tell you, the, the Rush Limbaugh that we lost is a far cry from the Rush Limbaugh back then. Well, you know, he, he, he just, he, he, I, you know, I, he certainly, well, you know, we've got that Tim's tirade. One of these days, maybe we'll rerun the Tim's uh, tirade on Rush one of these days. In fact, maybe we'll do that next weekend because uh, we did, it was a year ago, and I don't think we ran the, uh, that Rush segment last year, did we? Uh, We, we ran it, but it wasn't until, because remember you would, you would send me the pieces and I didn't know how to download them at the time. So once I learned how to download them, and then we, I believe we ran it. Probably. Well, anyway, I got around here somewhere, and we'll. Uh, I got maybe it. Dig I that. I, I dig that out of the archives and uh, run it. So anyway, I thought we needed a little comic relief between all of this uh, '60s radio and '70s radio, and uh, that uh, particular piece, I believe, was done in the '70s. So uh, it gets us nicely into what we're about to do next. <laughs> And what we're about to do next is this next segment is brought to you by the letter Q. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nice. Nicely done. Yes. Um, This next segment is interesting in the fact that um, one of my programming heroes, Buzz Bennett, um, was working at KGB in San Diego. And he was working with Bill Drake as the consultant. And he programmed KGB uh, and knew all of the all the Drake tricks. He knew all the Drake programming, everything. And KCBQ called him one day. That was uh, the uh, 50,000 watt competitor. KGB was at 1360. And I think they were just uh, a measly little 5,000 watt station. But uh, KCBQ was at 1170, 117, they called it at the time. And they uh, were doing okay, but they were not number one. They were not defeating KGB. So they said, well, let's uh, get Buzz in here since he's the KGB program director. We'll offer him a little more money and see what he can come up with. Well, he came up with the Q format. And the KCBQ was actually, they wanted the call letters KCBS, but it was already licensed to San Francisco when they went to apply for their call letters to come on the air. So to get as close as they could to it, they chose the letters KCBQ, never thinking back there in the, in the 20s or 30s, whenever that happened, that that Q would be the format that would go nationwide and and influence so many other radio stations and what make every other radio station in the country wish they had a Q in their call letters. 
you know, like WQYK. Or WRBQ in, uh, in Tampa Bay, Q105, which I always rejected because they were not the Q format. They never ran the actual Q format. They were never that good. At any rate, you're going to hear my favorite radio station of all time right now. And you're going to hear one of my favorite DJs of all time. I found this air check, and I can't believe I found this, but I found this air check. And what we're going to listen to is a guy that was famous in San Diego radio named Rich Robin. Rich Brother Robin is what he calls himself. So in other words, he was giving away all kinds of money, and you would win it from your rich brother. But his first real name, his first real name was Rich. And uh, so that's where he came up with that, Rich Brother Robin. And he was like one of the first high energy, almost screamer kind of jocks that came along back in the Buzz Bennett era of 1971, 1972. And that's what we're going to listen to. And then after that, we were talking about contests earlier. And after this uh, Rich Brother Robin air check, which was done, I believe, slightly after the Buzz Bennett era, actually, the actual Q format. But all the Q format elements are there. The forward momentum, never go back, never talk about a record you previously played. Talk only about the record you're going to play and, and, and the promotion. And especially, I want you to pay attention to the production of this radio station. The way things were done, the way things were produced. These guys taught me just about everything I know about audio production, just listening to them. So we're going to listen to Rich Brother Robin first, and then we're going to go ahead in time, just a year or so, to something that they did called The Last Contest. Now, the audio quality of The Last Contest tape is not all that great. I did what I could to clean it up and equalize it. Uh, but Jamie, you're going to have to ride levels on this thing because it, it kind of varies a little bit through the thing. So be, be cognizant of that as we play this. But my favorite radio station of all time, KCBQ. tonight and tomorrow lows 60 to 65 highs on the beach near 80 up to 100 in the sun inland and i don't know what the temperature is now because conley's handwriting is bad do it Rich brother kcbq 
Over baby, stop in the name of love, Casey BQ. This is Rich Brother Robin. How are you doing? The Q presents special summer midnight concerts each Saturday night at midnight. This coming Saturday, July 7th, it's Seals and Crofts in concert at midnight on the Q. I just want to tell you, the way these phones are going, this is ridiculous, man. What I, 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 I didn't really forget the numbers, 297-80-Q-100, and I would like to talk to you. 416 Broadway in downtown San Diego. This is perhaps one of Simon and Garfunkel's greatest songs. Stop burping during the record, man. Have you got any class? 59th Street Bridge Song. You shouldn't have laughed. California Milk Producers Advisory Board. CBQ proudly presents the musical monster of the summer, Chicago. Special guests, the Doobie Brothers, Sunday, July 15th, on the grass at Balboa Stadium. Tickets now at all Metro Ticketron agencies, Sears and Highlanders, from Concert Associates and The Q. All right. All right. Q British Invasion. But look at some American music. Tonight. And tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. Tomorrow. We're going to have to wait and see what happens tomorrow. I haven't read any of the memos yet. JCBQ presents an entire week the greatest groups from England and America. Tomorrow, the invasion of the Rolling Stones. I read the memo. Great Q Zap. The Great Q Zap. The Great Q Zap. Coming soon for the summer. When I was young, I listened 
This is Rich Brother Robin back in the case. If you thought I sounded familiar, you're right. If you, think I, if you think I'm excited because I'm back, you're right. And if you think I'm glad to see you, you're also right. I mean, you're so all right, man. I mean, you so are good. of England against the greatest of America. Specials featuring the great artists of each all week long. Beatles, Three Dog Night, Stones, and others. Then Friday, 3 p.m., the battle begins. KCBQ with instant rip-offs as close as your phone. A winner, an hour. And sometimes even more. Official Q-Track insurance and other great prizes. As close as your phone. Beginning Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Simply call in to win. With a winner, an hour. A winner, an hour. A winner, an hour. A winner, an hour. Just rip me out for a fifty dollar bill. Wins you a hundred dollar bill. Wow, thanks. Q official clock insurance. Oh my god. One hundred dollar bill. Hey man, I gotta try it. Hold on just a second. Hold on. I just won one hundred bucks in case of the Q. Just rip me off for a crisp fifty dollar bill. You just ripped me off. For an official truck insurance. <laughs> a pair of tickets to go see the Osmond Brothers. You're kidding. No. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. KCBQ. With a winner, an hour. hour. Sometimes, Sometimes even more. If you could win anything in the world from KCBQ, what would you like to win? Uh, a thousand dollars. An Opal GT. A lot of money for my parents. A uh, trip to Hawaii. A trip for me and my boyfriend around the world. How many times? Oh, once is enough. <laughs> KCBQ. Picking up rumors that we don't give away enough houses or cars or yachts or trips around the world. What would please you? from KCBQ. Call now. 230-4411. Thank you for calling 
KCBQ. Still picking up more rumors that we aren't giving away enough houses or cars. Or that we never offer chariots to match stallions or ski lodges or swimming pools or diamonds from Tiffany's. Thank you for your calls. We've got the message and we think you're right. Within the week, KCBQ will make a major announcement. KCBQ. The station that gave you the great ripoff, keep on trucking, the great blow-off, and too many others to even mention. But now I'd like to make an official apology to you for all the rumors which are spreading about us. Some say we don't give away enough houses or cars, or that we never offer Corvettes or ocean sailing yachts or Ferraris or airplanes or trips around the world or Boeing 727s. KCBQ will officially end all these rumors. Coming soon, KCBQ presents... The Last Contest. all over the world. A treasure so vast it would take millions of dollars to even begin to assemble it. If you think something big is on its way to San Diego, maybe you're right. The last contest. KCBQ San Diego. Six o'clock. You look like you fell into the ITT paper shredder. It's 6 o'clock, and this is Charlie Tuna with the last contest. I was saying good morning at this point, but saying good morning at this hour is like jogging two miles to buy a pack of cigarettes. KCBQ. Simply call in to win $5.987 million in prices. Just uh, sitting every bar go on working on this little crossword puzzle about the joys of getting up at 6 in the morning. It's easy. There's no word over four letters. KCBQ, Harry, on the Charlie Tuna Show. It's 6-12. Can't live without you. Besides that, that mirror on the ceiling is going to go entirely to waste. Extra care. We'll now take you for a ride in prize package 158. As unbelievable as it may sound, prize package number 158 is a brand new 1972 Flaming Fire Red 246 GT Dino Ferrari.
Surprise Package, offered so far on KCBQ. KCBQ. Who am I talking to? Randy Murdoch. You are the first winner in KCBQ's last contest. Fantastic. <laughs> Randy, which prize package number do you choose? 143. That prize package is a beautiful, brand new... 1972 we continue with the last contest. And that is what radio sounded like in 1972. And this was before all this text to win $1,000 that you know you're really not going to win, right? Uh, that contest, actually, it was syndicated throughout the country, uh, but each station had their own winners. Each station had their own contests and such. So everything that you just heard, that's got to be like my favorite radio station of all time. I mean, it's just programming. So well done programming. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I got to tell you, the production that went into putting all that stuff together was just phenomenal. It was just ph phenomenal production, putting that little that station together. And the, these guys were what? You, I think you said a 50,000 watt flamethrower? Yep, yep. Southern California, San Diego, 50,000 watts, 1170. And AM, hello, AM, radio oh, yeah. station. Everything we've heard thus far have been AM. WQAM, WINSAM, KHJAM. Yeah, yeah. Uh, radio station. Exactly. So tell me AM radio didn't work back then because it did. It it did. It it it, it actually did work back then. And, and KCBQ, I mean, I just, uh, when I heard that radio station, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with everything about it, the concept, the way they did it, the energy that was involved in it, the, the fun that they did with it, the, 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 the incredible, incredible production that was on that radio station. Um, you know, and it was interesting because I kind of got to hear that here, believe it or not. Um, when I say here, I mean in, in, in Florida, because uh, the KCBQ was a Bartell-owned radio station. Uh, uh -huh. It was the Bartell Company. And the Bartell Company also <clears throat> owned uh, WMYQ, which has the distinction of being the first top 40 standalone FM radio station ever uh -huh. in Miami. So I got to listen to uh, WMYQ from Tampa. They would skip in all the time. They were at 96.3 mm -hmm. on the dial and they would skip in. It was interesting because the only two rock stations at that time that you could hear in Tampa Bay were 
well, three, actually, three rock station, WMYQ in Miami would skip in. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe I need to increase that number. WMYQ in Miami would skip in. She from Miami would skip in. Uh, WORJ from Orlando was there all the time playing hard rock, progressive rock. And of course, there was Golf 104 in Tallahassee that had just flipped format to top 40. So those were the only radio stations we had on FM back in those days. So I got to listen to the Q format a lot and the way it was done. And a lot of what was done for KCBQ was also done for WMYQ. Right. And J. Michael Stone was their version of Rich Brother Robin at night. And I used to listen to them all the time and loved them. Just fell in love with that Q format and the whole Buzz Bennett thing. Well, Tim, uh, before before we move onward and upward, one of the DJs in that air check that we heard, Charlie Tuna, did the right. morning show. And I dug this up out of the uh, out of the archive. It's a tribute to Charlie Tuna. Well, it's interesting. As- it's an interesting story about that particular air check. Charlie Tuna had worked uh, previously with uh, Bill Drake at KHJ. Mm-hmm. And when uh, KHJ decided that the Charlie Tuna wasn't getting enough morning ratings, he decided that, uh, well, that, or they decided, well, okay, we're going to get rid of Charlie Tuna. We're going to find somebody else. Right. But Charlie Tuna <laughs> had a non-compete clause. In his contract. In his contract. Mm-hmm. So he would drive the what is it 150 miles between la and san diego he would drive down to san diego every morning to do his morning show that you just heard at kcbq to get away from the non-compete clause because he wanted to be on the radio he wanted to be on kcbq because it was such a dominant radio station. you could hear kcbq in la with no problem Uh, i can believe that yeah so i mean it was kind of a competitor to khj and so he said well hey the hell with the non-compete thing i'm just gonna drive down to san diego make my home in san diego for the week and uh work at kcbq and i'm still in the la market i'm competing with khj and i'll show those guys and so uh that's the air check that you just heard uh was charlie tuna on kcbq doing just that and what I have, Tim, queued up, and it's already in the machine and ready to roll, is a tribute to Charlie Tuna as narrated by another KHJ alumni, Mr. Charlie Van Dyke. Van Dyke. And, <laughs> All right. And I dug this, this gonna be up good. Time. I have yeah. not heard this, but I'll bet this is going to be really good. Well, right now, uh, right now, let's, let's, uh, let's listen to Charlie talk about the life and legacy of Mr. Charlie Tuna on RCL. The year was 1944. The World War II D-Day invasion of Normandy marks the end of the war in Europe. President Franklin D. Roosevelt wins an unprecedented fourth term. And on April 18th, Charlie Tuna was born, Arthur Ferguson, in Nebraska. At the age of 16, Charlie began working at his hometown radio station, KGFW. Before heading south to KLEO in Wichita, Kansas, where he worked for a year under the name Billy O'Day. 
Then it was off to KOMA in Oklahoma City, where he first used the name Charlie Tuna, which he adopted from Chuck Riley, who had used the name for one show the week prior to Ferguson's arrival. In 1967, Charlie worked at WMEX in Boston for nine months when he received a call from the infamous Bill Drake, who offered him the 9 to noon slot at Boss Radio 93 KHJ and earning the elite distinction of being able to call himself an official boss jock. In 1972, Charlie became one of the original DJs at the new Top 40 station in Los Angeles, KROQ. The station called itself the Rock of Los Angeles, a format described as high energy, all cutting edge rock, all the time. A year later, in 1973, he moved to KKDJ as both the program director and morning personality. He was there through its 1975 call letter change to KISS AM and broadcast the first show on KISS FM when it began its AM-FM simulcast. From there, Charlie worked at 10Q, K-Hits, KRLA, KODJ, KCBS-FM, KMPC, KLAC, KBIG, and K-Earth 101. He's worked on virtually every format, Top 40, AC, Hot AC, Country, Classic Hits, and even News and Sports Talk. In addition to local programming, Charlie headed up his own radio syndication business, which distributed shows both nationally and internationally. He's been the announcer for Casey Kasem's 1980s TV program, America's Top Ten, and filled in for Casey on his syndicated Top 40 countdown shows. He hosted Your Good Time Oldies magazine from 1992 to 1995 and produced the syndicated Back to the 70s. A proud supporter of the U.S. military, Charlie broadcast approximately 6,000 shows between 1971 and 1996 for the Armed Forces Radio Network. His television work includes 30 years as the host of Cinema, 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 an internationally syndicated TV show featuring the top movies in the U.S. He's been the off-camera announcer on a number of television game shows, including The $25,000 Pyramid, Scategories, Time Machine, and Scrabble. He was also the announcer for the last two years of The Mike Douglas Show, Alan Thicke's Thick of the Night, and the station voice of L.A. independent TV station KDOC Channel 56. On the big screen, Charlie appeared in the 1977 Universal film Roller Coaster and the 1979 independent film Racket. Charlie's charitable work includes raising more than $2.5 million for the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles, the Revlon, Run, Walk, and hundreds of local charities throughout the years. He also emceed the annual Woodland Hills 4th of July Spectacular, held in Warner Park to crowds of over 50,000. In 1999, Charlie was inducted into the Nebraska Broadcasters Hall of Fame and into the National Radio Hall of Fame in 2008. In 2010, Charlie received a Lifetime Achievement Award and was inducted into the Route 66 Hall of Fame in San Bernardino, California. L.A. radio people readers and peers voted Charlie Tuna one of the top 10 L.A. radio personalities of all time. In 1990, he followed fellow boss jocks Robert W. Morgan and the real Don Steele with his own star on the world-famous Hollywood Walk of Fame.
Since 1977, Charlie has been the honorary mayor of his hometown, Tarzana, California. Charlie loved his work and loved his family and friends dearly. He never stopped striving to be a better person. He has entertained the Los Angeles listening audience for over five decades with his familiar voice, unique style, and presentation. He will be missed by the many lives he touched throughout his broadcasts and all who knew and loved him. Charlie Tuna, 1944 to 2016. Nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. I noticed they didn't mention KCBQ in that bit. That's interesting. Maybe Charlie, um, for, maybe Charlie forgot. I, I also have air checks, and we're, we're not going to play them today, Tim. I'll send them to you of Charlie Van Dyke and Charlie Tuna. Charlie that. Tuna was interesting. And one of the things Raleigh said about him one day when I was listening to her, she said, Charlie Tuna was brilliant. He did what he did very well. But everything he did was pretty much uh, written down. He got it out of joke books or joke services or something like that. And he was very good at adapting things, but he was not all that great about um, uh, doing things on the fly. <clears throat> uh, you, if you threw something at him, he wasn't all that great about coming back with with response and that sort of thing, which kind of surprised me about him because he was a very intelligent man, obviously. But um, uh, that was that was one of uh, Raleigh's observations. What do you think about him? Charlie Van Dyke, man, he, he he's lost. And this this is the part that kind of makes me cry a little bit. He's lost a lot of the death and breath in his voice over the years. Well, you know, Charlie Van Dyke was a boss jock and worked mm -hmm. for Bill Drake and a lot of other people and was uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely he amazing. Did, he and did, he maybe did we several. could do a Charlie Van Dyke uh, special at some point. He so anyway, back in 1973, I found myself living in Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Actually, I was living in Hallandale at the time and going to broadcasting school. And the instructor in the broadcasting school's name was Bob Gaynor. And Bob allowed me, the crazy person that I was, to actually attend his broadcasting course because I flunked out of junior college because they, wouldn't, they, they promised me that they would let me into their radio television uh, production course. And then uh, when it came right down to doing it, they said, Oh, we're not uh, set up for blind people and you can't do that. Sorry. And so I dropped out of college, said, I don't need this nonsense and started looking around for a place to go. Wound up in Miami at Lindsay Hopkins Adult Education Center. That's where it all started, guys. That's where it all began for me. And um, there was so much great radio back in that market in 1973. Oh my goodness, I just, I had loved that market. I had been in that market since the 60s. Uh, Johnny Dark uh, was a f good friend of mine. Johnny Dark first started at WYND in uh, Sarasota and was an incredibly great little radio station, a little small market, small town radio station back then. And then he wound up at Surf WSRF in uh, Fort Lauderdale. 
1580, a little AM station, and um, so I knew him. I had another good friend that lived there in uh, Hialeah uh, and used to go to Miami all the time. Every chance I got, I'd, I'd find myself in South Florida and then wound up going to this um, radio school called Lindsey Hopkins Education Center and learning radio, learning broadcasting and finding, you know, finding out uh, some of the cool stuff that I could do and and so on. I wound up getting hired in that year for the Magic Bus, which uh, was an underground hard rock uh, radio station at 93.9, uh, 93.9 the bus. And we, we featured WMIA last week uh, on that same frequency. So you see, you see what they're doing these days. But at that time, they were a, uh, and, and it was, it was interesting because the magic bus looked like a bus. It really did. You'd walk into the studio and it was a bus. You were entering a bus. It was a bus. Literally. Because on the left hand side, you'd have all these huge bookshelves stacked way up above your head with albums and albums and albums and albums. They must have had 10,000 albums in that bookcase. And then on the right hand side, you would have the board and the cart machines and everything. So when you walked in there, it was a narrow studio and it was kind of like a walking into a bus aisle with a bookcase on your left and the, and the board and everything on your right. And some of the stuff that got done at that radio station was truly amazing. But during that time, a radio station came on the air in 1973 called Y100. Now we had talked earlier about WMYQ, which was the Bartell station. It was doing the Q format. Well, Y100 came along and decided to up it a notch. And that is precisely what they did. And uh, if KCBQ is my first favorite radio station, the old days of Y100, were, would have to have to qualify as my second favorite radio station. So let's uh, give a little bit of a listen to the old days, the real sound, the new sound of Y100 on Radio Connection Live Retro. Welcome to Florida and Miami's amazing FM. Y100, Tanner in the morning, 646. You know, one of the nice things about doing the morning show is I get to talk to a lot of people and sometimes they call back. For instance, you remember the guy that uh, just hung up on me? Right, right. Y100 is your living broad breathing this morning. Good. Take a deep breath, parade. <gasps> Johnson. I am Rudolph Johnson. I am little Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> we gonna dance for you on the radio. <laughs> Let's do our little tap dance, the Johnson Brothers. Famous tap dance. Hello, friend. Did uh -oh. you tune in to hear this disgusting mess? <laughs> I really? Think, really? I, did I, you really tune in to hear this? Could we have a commercial now? <laughs> Why, hi, Robert W. right back here where I belong on the radio. Feeling good. How you doing, man? I just came from a uh, ratings party. <laughs> 
through the brother ratings party with me. Y100 and a new kid in town, JoJo Cookin' Kincaid. <laughs> and it is imperative, I say imperative, that you send me uh, one of your high school newspapers. And if you don't, it'll show on your report card. Y100, that's him, Alice. That's a good So much better at Y100. Well, who What's the two guys that we're well, talking about? <laughs> Bill Tanner and Robert W. Walker from Y100, man. Oh, wow. Let's listen to what they're talking about. Well, you know, we get the question all the time. Uh, what makes Y100 different? We run the same music. We play top 40 music. We run the same basic maintenance contest, cum contest. But why does it work so much better at Y100? What's the difference? The concept is pretty basic. We're a personality radio station oriented toward playing a lot of hit music. These ingredients done our way with our style added to imaginative massive promotion we do promote have attracted and maintained the dominant contemporary radio audience in South Florida for two, what now, three years? Y100 believes in heavy on and off air promotion. It's the quickest way to become known to get people to tune in your frequency. And when Y100 signed on the air August 3rd, 1973, we put our money where our mouth was. I listen to the new sound of Y100. Is this Mrs. Jack Bray? Yes. Mrs. Bray, you're just one fifty thousand dollars. Jack, get me a glass of water. What are you going to do with fifty thousand dollars? We have a. I like the new sound of Y100. Is this the John London residence yes, in Miami? Is. Yes, it is. Give just one fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars is yours, Mrs. London. Okay, so a lot of stations have hit with big money, fifty thousand dollar cash calls, ten thousand, whatever the market can justify. Cash calls, hundred dollar bill giveaways, fifty dollar bills, thousand dollar bills. That initial impact is fine, but what do you do a year into the trip? You have to keep on using your head. You've got to keep the promotions fresh. We want the promotions to be entertaining to the people who are not playing them. The people who are just listening. Once upon a time, there was the cash call station, Y100. Yes, a lot of people call us Y1 million. A million dollar stash of cash and prizes. Y100 will pull off the biggest free concert. Feel Sedeca! Live and free in the Y100 show tent at the youth fair. What is that on the back of your car? That's a Y100 bumper sticker. What does that say? $10,000? $10,000? Oh, my God. That's unreal. It's fantastic. It's bye-bye to the Cash Continental. Bye-bye, car car. Now, South Florida, make room for cash's replacement. The Y Roller. Y100. has got loose. $5,280. Do you know what's happened? Yeah, I do. You've won $5,280. Oh, no way to do this. Oh, I thought you'd never call me. Why 100 with $1,000 bill winner. Number nine. Number nine. This weekend. Y100 gets you off again to Hawaii. Pull that out and read it off. That could be the biggest thing that's ever happened to you in your entire life. Now, what does it say? A trip for two to Paris. Oh, what? A trip for two to Paris. 
Brooklyn Market, Lauderdale, Parma, Quiet, and Lauderdale Hill, North Miami, Papano, South Miami, and the Grove, Hollywood, Boca, Cutler Ridge, Oka Locka, Deerfield Beach, and Dania, West Palm Beach, and Hialeah, Carroll City, Pier Ryan, Wilton Matter, Surfside, Paul's Ridge, and Coral Gables, Tammy, Yemi, and Miami. Let me tell you a little secret. For two years, I'm listening to the new Santa Y100. I listen every day. I have one booty shirt, I have one album, I have one $10 bill, I have one $20 bill. All I can say to you is this any station that can keep a 71 Captain, are you in the airplane? Oh, thank God I brought it with me. <laughs> Mr. Tanner? In the morning. I just called to tell you that I think that you are a very funny man, and you may interpret that in any way you wish. Uh, that isn't funny. Y100, 715, and America's only $50,000 cash call station, where today we're offering more than $58,000 in cash. 719 and Tanner in the morning. Hello, Tanner. Hello. Ask you a question. How come whenever you talk to people, you know, like on the radio and that? Uh -huh. Yeah. How come whenever you say goodbye to them, you say goodnight? Well, I figure because it's morning and everybody's getting up. Yeah. Let me ask you this. How long have you been listening to this show? Long time. I like you. Have you ever heard the first thing on it that was logical? No. <laughs> no. Now, then in that case, say goodnight. Goodnight, Tanner. Good morning, Tanner. This is Boogie. <laughs> and while that guy a while ago had it down pretty good with the fat man, he forgot my little partner. <laughs> say goodnight, Tanner. This is Tanner in the morning, and the frankly disgusting soap opera will be on in a minute. You must endure today's disgusting edition of Wise Stories. Look at the dentist chair. There sits newsman Brossimer, the one who accidentally swallowed mean Marbella's ransom demand tape just after the ransom roller coaster ride. Look at the white porcelain swivel tray on the dentist's chair. Look real close now because there's the little man. Lousy luck for little man. After sneaking into mean Marbella's apartment, he's mistaken for a mouse in the hostage toity and is smushed. Of course, this is no little problem for little man. Please don't desert him. Why stories in the morning after 8 on Y100. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Am I still president? Call now. Here's the lovely and talented Tanner in the morning, cash calling Carl Gables and the Dexter Branch residents. Dexter has turkeyed out on us for Dexter Branch. Dexter, how could you not be home when I had $14,140 for you? Hey, Tanner. In the morning. Yeah, how you doing? Did you just call Dexter Branch? I did indeed. That's me. I was in the shower, man. I didn't hear the phone. My friend just called me and said you made a cash call to me. Do you know how much money you missed out on? How much was it? Fourteen thousand one hundred ten dollars. Listen to that station every time, man. Damn. Dexter, you do get a consolation prize. I'm going to send you a Y100 booty shirt. Okay, that sounds good, Tanner. Sunshine is here, and so is Dr. Dunaway. Woo! Good morning. Boy, this is a beautiful morning, isn't it? It's 9 a.m. Tanner, I brought the Wall Street Journal with me this morning. I'm going to paper train Amy Carver's pooch. <laughs> I-100, and here he is, first cousin to Billy Joe and bad, bad Leroy Brown. And the one and only, Robert, yeah, 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 yeah. Why, it sounds like it. Get it. That's why I'm from Lauderdale, Miami. Y-100 with uh, Joe 
Most X and Robert W. Walker, and I gotcha. Uh, I love getting got. Some. I'm placing this cash call to uh, an accountant in Miami. Uh, Thank you for calling the offices of Robert Bruce and office management. Uh, no problem. The offices are closed until Monday, June 21st. At the sound of the tone, please leave your name, telephone number, and a message, and your call will be returned next Monday. Thank you for calling. This is the tone. Well, yeah, Robert, this is Robert W. Walker at Y100 calling, and I was placing a cash call to you for $5,000, but unfortunately, the offices are closed until Monday, and uh, so there's no way I can give you the money, but uh, it was real nice talking to your uh, machine. Uh, this has been a human being. Yeah, that'll freak him out Monday. <laughs> Y100 and the Beatles, and everybody feels that way sometimes. Don't worry, nowhere, man. And somewhere in Miami, there is a guy getting off work about now who is going to recognize the following voice and understand what this is all about. Hey, baby. Your number one lover. Baby, I'm placing just for you. So come on home. Why, I'm going to book you just for kicks. Let's see. Let's see how fast I can get on your favorite song. Uh, my favorite song would be, um, let's see. How about Sarah Smile? You like that song, too? Yeah. In fact, I think I'll just turn it up and get into it with you. Why 100? You're the eighth phone caller. You're a winner. Really? Yes. Yes, you are. You've won yourself a complete, a complete $100 bill. Oh my God! Thank you. Thank you. It don't sound like you're going to pass out on me or anything like that. What's your name? Beth Jacoby. And uh, Beth, how long have you been listening to Y100? A uh, long time. A long time. You get off on it? Yeah. I hope you get off on the money. You going to go see the Doobie Brothers concert just coming Friday? Yeah. All right. What's your favorite radio station? Y100. I can't hear you. What'd you say? Y100. Why what happened? Get down like a dog. Ah, <laughs> oh, to beat the express, express the yours with Jackson Armstrong and the gorilla. Gonna keep it together, baby, on a dynamite Saturday afternoon in South Florida, baby. You hold on because I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm giving away all kinds of money. Doobie Brother tickets, Doobie Brothers albums. And all, to get, all you need to do is get in on it. Just call me at 931-8100 or 763-9400. And if you keep a track of the money I'm giving away, you might win yourself a $1,000 bill for the afternoon's over. Yeah. What a happy feeling. Y100 Second Spring Concert coming this Friday to the Hollywood Sportatorium. As we present in concert, the Doobie Brothers. Don't miss this performance associate cellular production of the Doobie Brothers. In concert this Friday night. For ticket locations, just call us or keep your radio on right where it is. South Florida's concert station, Y100. Y100! Stone. Yeah, I can see it there. Front smiling. Yeah. Every other tooth missing. Oh, that lovely. Beautiful. Kiss a girl in the same condition and zip her mouths together. Hold on to win yourself a mess of stuff. I'm Jackson Armstrong. Why 100 this afternoon, honey? I got Doobie Brother albums, Doobie Brother tickets, $100 bills, and a $1,000 bill. Fancy a bit of fun. Why 100? Just yours and mine. That's all we're going to need, baby. <laughs> my little Chicago and Jackson Armstrong sitting here on the Ralph Walker Show on a Saturday afternoon. Give it away money. Keep track of the amount of money I give away at some time between now and 6 o'clock tonight. I'll tell you when to call, and you can call in to rip me off for a $1,000 bill from Y100, but you got to know the exact amount of money I've given away to that moment. And so far in this hour, well, I can't tell you. I can't tell you just yet. i got another contest in this hour, and then I'll give you the total for the hour. You write that down, and if you're a little bit behind, it'll catch you up. But from there on in, you're on your own. Birdines introduces Y100. We all live. 
and a bunch of red dots all over his face. There's shots to cure that, man. I'm a, I'm a clown. <laughs> That's a no-no, man. You're going to be a short but very happy midget if you don't dodge out there. lady that I know just came from Columbia. Why, what on your nose. I'll take them right off on it, but it's good rock and roll music and all this money I'm giving away here this afternoon. We keep track of the money I'm giving away, and uh, I'll do it again because I said it on top of the hour, and the money hasn't changed so far, but $270 in the first hour. We keep track of the exact amount of money I give away between now and the time I give away the $1,000 bill this afternoon, and when you call in to win the $1,000, if you know the exact amount of money I've given away this afternoon, you can have $1,000 from me if you're the caller I accept. Simple as that, man. So hang on. I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's do another rip right now. If you want to get ripped with me, uh, Jackson Armstrong, all you do is call me if you live in the Dade County area, 931-8100 and browse 763-9400. I will take the, let's do the ninth. The ninth phone call of this time. Yeah, we're going to set albums in 20 bucks or something like that to give you no telling what, man. And that was the way radio sounded in 1973, guys. And we heard a certain really fast-talking DJ who, I guess, worked at Y100. Well, that's interesting. Kind of. Kind of. That was just sort of, he just happened to be in Miami and uh, dropped by the studios and did an air shift. So, no, he was not a regular Y100 employee, to the best of my knowledge, Jackson uh, Armstrong. But, uh, you know, when you listen to that and, and you compare it to radio today, you, you just got to say, what what the hell happened to the energy? Where's the creativity? Where's the fun in radio these days, for heaven's sakes? I would love to do, for us to do a dare to compare Y100 back then versus Y100 now. I can easily just slap I can slap that together pretty easily. Oh, oh that would be that that would be puke inducing. And we're trying to keep these things in chronological order here. Yep. But I did the format sheet which I have here in front of me. But and, I'm uh, thinking at this point maybe we're going to vary from that for a second. Uh, the next thing up is going to be Z100 uh and uh, Scott Shannon. We're going to talk a little bit about Scott Shannon and the and the Q morning zoo and the Z morning zoo a minute. But you know what? I think we're going to go down to, since we just did the Jack Armstrong thing and the, the high energy, fast talking thing, let's do a little bit of Terry Motormouth Young, who was a guest, a previous guest on Radio Connection Live. And let's kind of do a dare to compare between Jackson Armstrong and Terry Motormouth Young. Now, this was in 1985. The Y100 stuff was from 1970, 1973, 1974 era. But um, let's do um, Terry from 1985 and the hot hits sound of WCAU-FM. Uh, is that a, is that a problem for you there, uh, Jamie? That is not a problem, and I got Terry rocking, and he's ready to go. All right, let's compare Terry to Jackson Armstrong here, because, uh, wow, they both have a lot of energy to, to listen to. All right, let go. My hometown, like Winona, or like Ariel, New Jersey, or Winona, New Jersey. Remember the days when the the old big fat man would walk down Main Street and carry a picture of a bus? That's how hot man solves the shots on TV. Cold and clear skies. That's your head, head doing. Uh, low 10 to 15. Sunny cold tomorrow, high 25. Winds northwest at 14. Even 50%. It's 22. Billy's music. WCAU FM. Yeah, cool it down from a girl from Roxborough who drinks antifreeze. Ha ha. 
Thank you. What's your name, babe? Amy. Amy, Amy where are you calling from? Westchester. All right, and uh, Amy, uh, you want to make a dedication to somebody tonight for Merry Christmas? Yeah, Rick Cheney in Westchester. And what's the name of the song I want you to play? Crazy for you. Springfield at midnight to five. Here's what happens when a hand goes up her dress. Woo! Woo! Let me look here. Bitter cold, clear skies, fall 10 to 15, sunny, cold of our high 25, okay? The winds are late in the northwest at uh, 14 miles an hour, humidity 50%. Right now, the outside, ooh, 22. Billy's music, WCAU, FM, Hello, 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 what? Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah. Did you get everything you wanted? Yeah, I just got a Walkman. And uh, did you did you get a boyfriend that you wanted this year? Yeah, can you believe it? I did. All right, what's his name? Matt. All right, where's he from? Oh, I don't want to say. You don't want to say? Uh, it's Christmas. Where are you calling from then? I'm not sure if he likes me, so don't say his name, okay? All right, then tell me where you calling from. Audubon, PA. And what's your name? No, I don't want to say that either. All right, and what's the name of the song you want to hear about the Hooters? Day by Day. Sub 41, this is Terry Young. Take your votes for your favorite song right now. And you know what? We got that countdown cut off 8 o'clock tonight. Your favorite songs, man. If you get them in, we'll get them on. We'll try to anyway. And uh, build up your 5263 South Jersey is this number here, 541 Get them in. We'll get them on. We'll do the honey countdown at 8 o'clock tonight. Here's Tears for Fears. Songs from the big chair. That's where I'm sitting in, baby. And everybody wants to rule the world. Honey, it's 98. Ow! I feel good. So if your child has flu-related diarrhea, use Kaopectate, the diarrhea specialist doctors and pharmacists recommend most. Kaopectate has no salicylates and no aspirin, and it's so effective it relieves diarrhea within 24 hours. Use as directed. Hey, don't use the whole bottle, you know what I'm saying? All right, better call, clear skies, low 10 to 15 degrees, and then sunny, cold tomorrow. High tomorrow is going to be 25. Winds the Northwest at 14, meaning 50%. It's right now 22. What about breakdown, shakedown? Here we go. We need to walk in the way with the walk in the spot. We're going to short video. I don't talk fast. You listen slow. You don't like it? Get you a job on the radio. Lucky Star Madonna. Hey, that's Val Young Seduction with a vacuum cleaner, baby. It's 8 o'clock on 98. You know where your holidays are hot. Season's greetings from Philadelphia's hottest FM. 98 WCAU-FM. Here we go with the countdown. The most requested songs on the radio. Here is number eight from the new edition. Count me Terry Motormouth Young, a previous guest here on Radio Connection Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, what boy. do you say about that? I mean, wow. I got. I got. I got to tell you, I mean, I, I, you, you, you think they're neck and neck? They both. They're, they're both fast talkers of their day, you know. And we, we had Terry here on the program. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I called him. I, I still had his number in, uh, in my notes. I called him. 
uh, over the weekend. Uh, didn't didn't get back. He, he didn't get back. I, I left the message. Said, Terry, it's Jamie. Give me a call. I want to know. Well, what you need to send him a copy of this show. He will love it. You need oh, to send I, him a copy of this show. He <laughs> he absolutely will will mm-hmm. love it. So I think there you go, it. Terry Motormouth Young. All right, um, we're running short on time here. We need to do some Z100. Uh, and uh, Scott Shannon, of course, uh, perfected the zoo at Q105, the Q Morning Zoo. I actually had an air yeah, check of the Q Morning Zoo, but uh, we just didn't have time for it. It wasn't that good. And it was with uh, Jack Harris and Cleveland Wheeler, who really did not work well together. So I decided that uh, we were just, you know, maybe not going to do that. But from the Q Morning Zoo, Q105, of course, Scott Shannon, Michael Scott Shannon, moved to New York and put together a radio station called Z100 up there. We have several air checks over several years. Again, we're in the 80s now. Y100 was in the 70s. We're in the 80s now. The Terry Young air check was about 1985 or so. And uh, this starts in about 1983 when the station signed on. And so we're trying to keep this in kind of chronological order. And uh, this is a little taste of what Z100 sounded like. And it's on Radio Connection Live. The podcast. It's not the shark they're afraid of. Ah! It's the Zoo in the morning. The Zoo in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. On Z100. It's eight minutes after 6 a.m., August the 2nd, 1983. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, radio station WHTZ signs on the air. WHTZ is owned and operated by Malwright Communications and broadcast at a frequency of 100.3 megahertz. Signing on the air, this is WHTZ. W-H-T-Z Hot Rockin' Z-100 Live from the penthouse studios of W-W-H-T-Z The Flamethrower It's a nearly famous, highly outrageous, but never ever contagious Z-Morning Zoo we're talking about the nonsensical <laughs> ravings of a lunatic mind. Come on now. for that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go to 11 today. It's 10 before 10 right now. Call your friend and tell him. There's a monkey in here. Hey, we, have to, we had to get a uh, substitute disc jockey. Joey Reynolds is in here this morning. Yeah, I come all the way to New York and I have to overlook a swamp. Hey, this is supposed a... to be the number one mark in the country and I'm looking out a window and I see a swamp. Can for the next 30 seconds, this station will be conducting a test. What is the formula for finding the circumference of a circle? Who is our 27th president? Correct this sentence. Well, we got lots of things happening around town today, Scott. There's a vaudeville show called Bananas over at the Morris Museum. You can get over there at 1 o'clock this afternoon, catch some of that. How about Detroit? Would you go to Detroit? No, I got off the plane there, and it says Detroit Terminal, and I believe it. What station oh, did we rescue you from? CBS FM. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, love. Good morning.
morning, everybody. This is Ron Lundy. Well, it's a pretty little dress I've got on, but it's a booger to iron. Uh, my name is Eugene. They've gone crazy, Z100. My good friend Scott Shannon, who gave me a starting radio a year ago when I was born again, uh, he gave me a break and put me on the air there, and that's how I got here, you know. So I want to thank Scott for that, and I also want to uh, tell you that I have the five T-shirts that I stole when I was there, which I will be giving away. Okay, what did the doe say when she came out of the forest? What did the doe say when she came out of the forest? I'll never do that for two bucks again. <laughs> Your time is up. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, do, what are you doing? Man? You don't look anything like Jack the Wack. I think we're talking about a major ego problem here. Hollywood, you got to be kidding me. Z100, free money, music monitor. Yeah, I'll tell you what, baby, it's time to play the hippest game in the city, baby. Doll, I'm looking for the 100th caller. Radio. Yes, sir. Z100. Nookie Wilson. No, 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 not Nookie Wilson. Mookie. Mookie, not Nookie. Right. Maybe that's what Mookie needs. The godfather of soul. The hardest working man in show business, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Mr. James Brown! Good morning, Mr. Brown. Ow! <laughs> Ross! Ross! Ow! It's a Ross Britton soul injection! Right. If this don't do it, nothing will. Today is the 1st of August. That makes tomorrow the 2nd. That means it's the second birthday party bash coming up of Z100. WHTZ and the ZZU, Scott Shannon, Ross Britton, Claire Stevens, the whole gang will be there, and so will you. Get out of the way. Hey, you know, I just noticed something. You and I are wearing the same clothes today. All right. I'll change. All right. <laughs> Eega! All right. <laughs> My God! How you doing, huh? I haven't seen you in so long. Oh, it's been it's been a long time, Mr. Chanel. I see the throat. The C100. It takes a knocking and keeps on rocking. Yeah. Station's B100. Now the station's been there for a while, but it didn't have a zoo. So Bobby went out there about a year ago, and he told his boss, Boss, I thought of something incredible. We ought to have a morning show called The Morning Zoo. Oh! His boss said, My God, that's right. I was on vacation in New York and heard a Z Morning Zoo. Oh, 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 oh. Now, which came first? Come on. Hi, this is Spanky McFarlane, and welcome to the fourth anniversary Z100 anniversary blowout. It's five o'clock! Yes! Woo! gentlemen, lock up your front door, lock up your wife, lock up your back door and run for your life because it's quick, quick, quitting time. Susan Lee Taylor going to be kicking off another 10 songs in a row here in just a little bit. Our birthday celebration continues all day long today. Our underwear patrols will continue. I'll have updates as to where the patrols will be this afternoon. And remember, keep listening for that Tuki Tuki bird and your chance to win. Congratulations, C100. I look forward to doing battle with you again soon. Your friend, Jim Kerr. All right, Jim. It's too early, really, to be coherent. It is 
August 2nd, 1990, and that means Z100 is seven years old today. You're tuned into the Z100 Hot Rock and Flame Bowen 7th Birthday Blowout Spectacular. For the extra large and turbocharged original Z Morning Zoo, Claire Stevens, Jonathan E. Bell, MTV guy Adam Curry, Coach Mike, sold by the number 100, Ross the Boss, Retain. And the Rim and Jam and Michael Scott, Jan of the Always Dapper, Radio Rapper, the Joe Boy, the Joy Toy, the Daddy of the Radio. We are on the air everywhere. Broadcasting live around the world on the electrifying Mojo Funk Intercontinental Boogie the Rock and Roll Radio Network. And remember, if I'm lying, I'm dying. And grits ain't groceries, eggs ain't poultry. And uh, Mona Lisa was a man. Happy birthday, Jersey Hundred. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> the party's just beginning. Happy birthday, Z100. Here, feed me some cake, Valerie. Give me, give me some cake right here. Jack the White playing New York's best music at least 10 songs in a row plus NKOTV tickets coming up later this hour from number one. I uh, did a little survey of the players and see if they could name the four basic food groups. And? <laughs> they named them Wendy's, McDonald's, Pizza Hut, and Burger King. You got it. <laughs> I won't give his age, but our studio mate and good buddy Art Volo is celebrating his birthday oh, on Sunday. Art. You don't look that old, kid. He's an old fart. Is there any way we can make arrangements to me? <laughs> well, um, what's your phone number? This is the radio station with the biggest balls. It's happening right here at Palladium, the Big Eight Ball. The party is in effect. How about John Bon Jovi, Debbie Gibson, Mariah Carey, Timmy T? What's that? You don't have tickets? Oh, yes, you do. Right here at 100.3 Z100. Z100. And there you have a little Z100 and what Scott Shannon did with that radio station. Yeah, you know, and and it's funny because I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a young buck, and I, and it's funny. A young Tampa Bay buck. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, there you go. There you go, Tim. I'm, well, I'm let's hope young... you can don't get tackled. <laughs> I'm a young Tampa Bay Buck, and I I, I got to tell you, my first exposure to Mr. Michael Scott Shannon uh, was the Sean Hannity show because he was the, he was the voiceover, and still is the voice for that show. And then, then I started listening to some old audio tapes of him, and it was it was a really it's funny because we're going to Tampa next. We're, we're coming here next uh, in just a couple seconds here. But anyway, I I remember uh, listening to Scott. Um, Sean Hannity showed WSB ran at midnight to three o'clock in the morning. And I was a young eight-year-old kid uh, living in Atlanta at the time. Yeah. And uh, WSB ran. Uh, they they had dropped. The well, you were in Atlanta, and I got to tell you that one of the stations that I can't find air checks of is Z ninety three, and John Young. Uh, I mean, that was. You know, I can't. You know, I can't find. You know, I'm saying I've been absolutely an incredible radio station back then in Atlanta. I mean, that station was just. <laughs> Uh, uh, of course, uh, Atlanta had some incredible radio back then. WQXI, Quixie and yes. Dixie at yes. 790. They were just mm -hmm. um, um, an amazing sounding, great sounding radio station. 
but I would love to be able to find some uh, Ross and Wilson here checks from uh, Z93 because they were just absolutely incredible. Right. All right. Um, I, I, I love, you know, I, I love Scott's little line of, if I'm lying, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> and saying yeah, groceries. I love that. I mean, and, and Kid Kelly. Oh, Kid Kelly had a show. Backtracks. You, he still has back. He still does Backtracks USA, matter of fact. And uh, uh, yeah, Kid Kelly. And oh, man, I got to tell you, you know, you hear Z100 today. And I'm used to it because I'm that's my generation. <laughs> But boy, you know, and, and there's a Z100 documentary that's out. I got, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll let you guys know where it is probably next week. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a Z100 about the the leg, the 40 year legacy of Z100. They, they turned 40 this year. All right, uh, August second. Hmm. Yep, August second of this. Well, a lot, year, of, a lot of the the air checks I got was from some of that the uh, the documentary there that they did. But uh, uh, I just, you know. And and you listen to all these air checks that we played this afternoon, and you just say, "What the hell happened to radio? Where is the energy? Where is the fun? And it used to be fun to turn the radio on and listen to it." And we're gonna have some fun here in the next minute or so because, oh, by the way, a, a, a name in the Y one hundred air check. I, I was thinking about it today, and I forgot about it. There was a name JoJo Cooking Kincaid. Oh, yes. Well, guess what? JoJo was also afternoon drive host at Q105. Q105, right. They had a bunch of air checks. So here it went went, uh, Mason Dixon in the morning with Nikki. I think it was with Nikki Cruz at the time. Then you had uh, middays was uh, Scott Walker. His marvelous Marvin went to uh, uh, Hits 106 or whatever, you know, know, the the Troy station. Then you had... uh, Jojo Kincaid, he did Afternoon Drive, and uh, Tom Kent did Nights, syndicated Nights at Q105. Yeah, that and was I, and a I, syndicated thing that they uh, that they ran. And I was so mad, it, although although it was funny because I um they, w- w- when they installed when they put Tom Kent on the air, it was kind of funny because they had a glitch. So the net, so you know how at midnight the network is, is this, the network is supposed to, to turn off and the automation mm-hmm. is supposed to come on. Mm-hmm. They had a glitch where the network just stayed on and stayed on and stayed on. And, the, mm-hmm. and it didn't, it, they didn't turn it off till ten o'clock in the morning. I call I call Scott Walker and Scott's like, oh yeah, we had a computer glitch. We we something didn't configure. It was they they, all, they had a guy named uh, Rick Hunter did a show called Top Twenty Countdown with Rick Hunter. Mm-hmm. On Sunday mornings from eight until ten, it was, it was it was the top twenty songs of a given year or format or category or or whatever a trend whatever it was it, you know mm-hmm. it was the top twenty songs of the week. It was a really cool little little thing. They also had a show a uh, Sunday night at the state at the sixties with Scotty Phillips mm-hmm. and uh, Don Capone took over that show and the rest of they say is history. But hey, we're going down the hey, we're, we're going down to the bay next. Yeah, you know, this is this is probably the best Radio Wars stunt that was ever pulled, in my opinion. And I was living in Tallahassee at the time. And um, my good friend Ray Slayton happened to call me one day, and he worked at uh, 98.9 The Breeze at the time. He was also visually impaired. And uh, we were very good friends. We used to go bar hopping together, and uh, uh, I'd let him uh, have Winston, and and Winston would take him home after he was so drunk he couldn't make it on his own. 
and lots of stories, but we won't get into those. At any rate, he called me one afternoon. He says, Are you know what's going on in Z93 in Tampa? And I said, No, I haven't really, you know, been listening. And at that time, um, they came in pretty well in Tallahassee. Uh, I had a FM antenna set up, a big old TV antenna that I, that uh, hung from the light fixture uh, in uh, my uh, apartment. Tim, uh, Tim, buddy, hold that thought for just a minute. You were talking about, you know, since we're talking about radio wars here. Mm-hmm. No, not that kind of radio wars. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, whatever. Anyway, you're pro- um, your producer, my friend. Yeah. Okay. To continue. So uh, anyway, uh, I, I started listening to this stuff going down because there was no internet at that time. Of course, you couldn't mm-hmm. just stream something. No, you had to pull the radio station in and listen to it fade in and out. And I sat there mesmerized for that week. Uh, or more as uh, this was going down and all the time, you know, I was sitting there listening to it fading in, fading out, trying to record as much of it as I could, wishing I had a good, clean quality air check of it. And uh, lo and behold, thanks to the internet, we actually have one of those. This is what happens when Q105, the dominant radio station of that time, after Scott Shannon left and went to Z100, just kind of let, you know, they were the only top 40 game in town and they weren't, uh, I mean, you know, why put all that time and money and everything into it if we can get by with the ratings that we're getting, we're not going to necessarily do anything spectacular. And basically, they had kind of fallen into the Q105 doldrums. And um, so when WFLZ, well, at, at, and at that time, they had lost some of their great DJs, uh, 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 Mark, uh, uh, I mean, uh, John Rock'n'Roll Anthony, who used to work there, had left. And... Um, at any rate, uh, they, they just weren't doing anything. And so when they decided to go top 40, they said, we're just, we're just going to have some fun. We're going to create a radio war like nobody else has ever seen before. And for the, about the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to hear what transpired in Tampa Bay Radio. Right here on Radio Connection Live. I'm Rock and Roll Anthony at All Good Time Oldies, Z93. And I must have your attention very quickly here. Instead of talking about Mason this time, I'm going to nail Brian Christopher. I got a message to Brian Christopher. If we pull the switch, I'm going to promise you this. And hear me when I tell you this, boy. I'm going to eat your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner. Woo! And if you've got a problem with that, I want you to meet me on the street anywhere you want to, and we'll talk about it. You've got my phone number, boy. Call for a car phone out there. Let's check in and see who this is. Hello, Z93. Uh, hello, John Rock and Roll. Yeah, this is Mason on my car phone. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Yeah, I was just on my way home, buddy, and uh, you, you sounded real good 
over there. I was listening to you on the way home because, well, you know, you. I can't really stand Brian Christopher. Oh, you sound really good. Uh, thank you, John thank Rock you. and Roll, we want you to come back over on Q105. What do you think, John well, Rock and you Roll? You are kidding me. You are kidding me, Mason. Well, well John, John. No, uh, don't, uh, no way. Bro. Don't let them go top 40, John. Whatever you do, don't let them go top 40. We want you to come back no. over here and work for us because, you know, Brian Christopher, no. he really, he's not too good just between me and you, buddy. <laughs> well, I know but, that. You know, John Rock and Roll, I, I'm scared. And if, if they go top 40, they're going to take away my bread and butter. I'm not going to be able to feed my little baby DJ. And, Who and, cares? John Rock Do me a favor, will you, buddy? What is it, Do man? Do me a favor, buddy. What? Listen, I'm sorry about the way I treated you when you left. Go you to hell. Five, but Go to I'm hell. too old to rock and roll. Can you get me a job over there on FLA doing talk? Hell no, I'm not going to get you no job. And as far as me coming to work over there, I'd rather work at WAGS than work for you again, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Oldie Z93, Rock and Roll John Anthony. It is 7.15, and somebody said we have a special person. I have no idea who it is, but we have a special person on line two, is it? All right, punch down line two. Hello, Z93. John. Yep. John, Hello. Rock and Roll. That's Hello. me. Hello. Oh, yep. Mikey Horn. Mike Horn. Horn. <laughs> new radio station is 738, somebody from Q105 just called and wanted to hear this next song having to do with that $2 million they have to get us by 5 o'clock tomorrow. John, rock and roll, Anthony, C93. Give me just a little more time. <laughs> <laughs> rock and roll, Anthony, at 746. If you ever get down to the islands, I'm talking Nassau. I got a little something I want to tell you people about. They got a This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency boogie system. This is only a test. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
broadcasters of your area have developed this test so we can consider kicking Q105's ass. Had this been an actual format change, you would have been instructed to lock it in and rip the knob off. This concludes this test of the emergency boogie system. <laughs> From the Sun Coast to the Space Coast, broadcasting with a tenth of a million watts. This is Tampa Bay's C93. House of the Rising Sun, John Rock and Roll Anthony at 840 in your night town. Let's go to the uh, Z line and see what the heck is happening. Hello there, Z93. Wow, well, I almost didn't expect you to answer. Well, I did. Oh, I about that, John Rock and Roll. What can I do for you, sweetheart? Well, I just wanted to pass a comment. Uh, I'm not too up for you guys going to uh, top 40 because I like the oldies, but I I'm see. Sure I'm sure you could outdo Q105. Without a doubt, my dear. Without a doubt. Now, I'd like to dedicate a song to uh, Mason Leroy Dixon. Dixon, you know who I mean. Okay. <laughs> if you have it on your list there, your playlist. All right, what is about, it? About, what's that song? Why is everybody always picking on me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody requested that song about two hours ago, and I couldn't find it. Oh. I'll tell you what, I'll play the next one for Mason. Okay. Will that do? You got it. All right, Mason, here it comes, buddy. Don't forget now, tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock, if you don't come up with 2 million, all that ego's over with, buddy. You ain't going to have none no more. For Mason Dixon, here we go. <laughs> Thanks a lot. He's a real nowhere man. Sitting in his nowhere Making all his nowhere plans for nobody. Cleveland. Well, maybe I should. He does have some bits that are better than mine, but he likes them up so 
I can't get to him. Once I had to get a big pair of cutters to cut the lock off his locker so I could steal his bitch. Pay up and take back Cleveland, or I'll tell what happened at WMPS in Memphis in 1976, remember? Oh, okay, okay, I'll, I'll pay. <laughs> We still have Cleveland Wheeler held hostage over here. Unless Q105 can come up with $2 million, we are going to go top 40. Cleveland's looking pretty doggone bad, too. It looks like one of them biblical characters. It looks like Ezekiel and Zechariah. <laughs> is slowly ticking out of Q105. Couldn't happen to a greater bunch of people. tired of playing these games with y'all put up or shut up we just might say to hell with it and do it right now you wouldn't want us to do that would you let's do it right now John, rock and roll now presents an exclusive interview with the one and only Mason Dixon, or as he's better known in beautiful downtown Zephyr Hills, Jimmy Lee Crawford. Mason, we've all heard about the current hostage crisis over at Z93. Unless Q105 pays up, Z93 is going to change formats to top 40. Now that the latest ratings have come out, what is the general attitude at Q105? And where are your ratings going? Slip sliding away. Well, Mason, what is the most common complaint you hear from your listeners? You talk too much. You understand that your boss, Mike Horn, wanted you to quit all the jawjacking on the Friday festivities. Why is that? It's getting to the point where I know. 
Does this mean that you're going to talk less like your boss told you to? Well, now that you don't have any say in Q105 anymore and your buddies aren't hanging out with you, how do you feel? I'm so tired, I'm so tired, oh, oh. So, uh, your cronies don't like you anymore. Uh, what about all your groupies? I mean, uh, what do they say about you after you've been alone with them, uh, as you've been rumored to do? Well, Mason, what in the world would you say or show them to make your groupie say something like that? She told me it was my dingling. <laughs> what do your groupies think of you now? He's a real nowhere man sitting in his nowhere land. <laughs> Who's afraid of the big vacuum, the big vacuum, the big vacuum? Who's afraid of the big vacuum? Na, 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 na. <laughs> at 8.09, coming up on 8.10 right now, and uh, 75 degrees. We'll check with Gerald and uh, see what's going on in traffic here in just a little bit. Got some wild things we're going to do. Yeah, well, you know, people have been calling up, you know, saying that she was sure had a lot of fun last week, uh, listened to you uh, jab at the queue and, uh, you know, threatened to uh, threaten to go with a top 40 or some sort of format. 93 jams from 5 until 6 on Friday yeah. afternoon. It was, kind of, yeah. it was a joke. Yeah. yeah, getting down. And they were saying uh, it, was, it was sure kind of fun you jamming at him wanting to do a top 40 format and holding out for the money and all that other and even faking everybody out with a jams thing on uh, Friday afternoon, which it was a good joke. And we had a lot of fun with it. But, but the, the more disturbing I hear from people, thing is, the disturbing thing is they still have that top 40 monopoly and they aren't paying for it. They have not responded in any way, shape, or form to our $1 million offer, $2 million, $3 million, up to $4 million. No response. And you know, all those people out there at Beach Fest that I ran into come up and talked to me and said, you know, I think you should have gone through it. I, th mm -hmm. I think you should have gone for it. You should have you you really showed them what, 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 what you're made of. Yeah. So uh, we got to, we've been thinking about that here this morning. And uh, we think that, uh, now last we heard last week, uh, Gary Eden's a gentleman who uh, 
happens to hold the purse strings, uh, along with a lot of stock, yeah. and, uh, Q105 is in Istanbul, is that right? Istanbul at the Hilton right. out there. So we have a phone number here that we we've... Um, just come up with a number. Work out here for the Istanbul Hilton. Let's uh, let's, let's call him and get, let's give him one more chance. This what do you say, guys? Huh? Yeah, it should I be about it. It. 2 o'clock yeah. out there. Let's, let's ring him up. All right, let's, let's see what happens. Uh, yes, we're uh, looking for Gary Eden's room, please. I believe it's on the fourth floor. E-D-E-N-S. E-D-D-N-S. No, E, like A-D-A-N-S. I cannot find it. Double B or one? Only one. Uh, only one, sir. Uh, no, we don't have the name registered, sir. Okay, uh, thank you very much. Thank you, bye-bye. Bye. Well, he wasn't there. Mm, wait, I got another number here now. Maybe he's back at his home. You think so? Yeah, let's give this one a shot here. Hold on a second. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay, pot it up. Hello? Hello, this is Jack Harris back in Tampa, and we're on the air. Uh, we're looking for Gary Edens. He's not here now. May I take a message? Uh, no. When do you expect him in? Well, he's out of town. Oh, I see. Is he still in Istanbul? No, he's in Napa Valley now. In oh, Napa, Napa Valley. Valley? Yes. Okay, is there some place we could reach him there? Um, I have not gotten the number yet. Okay, oh, so yeah. he's not he's not there yet? No, well, he is, yes. Okay. He's at the Silverado Hotel. The Silverado Hotel? Yes. Okay, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Courtney, can you look that? Uh, can, can you look that I'll up look by chance? Up. Sure, I'll get it right away. Right. You do that. We're out of hotel. That's okay. right. Okay. I'm ready. There, I'll give him one more chance at that five mil. What the heck? Hello, Gary. I'm Gary McHenry. Z93 traffic. Thanks, hi, Gary. All right, Courtney's uh, dug up a number for the uh, Silverado Motel and Massage Parlor. Let me, let me. I like that thing up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You're on the number. There we go. Silverado Country, can I help you? Yes, could you give us Gary Eden's room, please? E -D what was the last name? Eden's. E-D-E-N-S. Like the Garden of Eden. Eden's. Okay, just a minute. Hello? Hey, Gary, this is Jack Harris and Dr. Don Carpenter back in Tampa. We're on the air. I hope we didn't wake you up this morning. No, you didn't. I always enjoy being awakened at this time. Oh, well, that's nice. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow, then. How's that? <laughs> Matter of fact, for the right figure, we'd do it every day. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, what we're calling about is, you know, we went through that whole thing last week and never really got any response from you or Q105, and we thought one last time, what that's the right. heck, give you a chance to come up with a $4 million or the... Uh, you know, I, I was with uh, uh, Bo Wood last night. You know, your boss? Yeah. Uh -huh. He thinks this thing is ridiculous. He thinks it's giving Q105 all this extra added publicity, and he doesn't wonder why you guys... He wonders why you guys are doing it. Uh, well, we want the money, that, actually. Yeah, we're that is, that greedy here. True. We, that we, Frank Wood is a real cut-up, isn't he? No, he's, he's hysterical, <laughs> let me tell you. He sure is. Y'all having a good time together out there then, I guess, huh? Oh, yes, we're quite close. Have you talked about the money you involved like here? together? <laughs> I just got back from Turkey, and I offered him uh, 2,000 lira, which uh, <laughs> translates to $1. And he said maybe that wouldn't quite cut it. So we said, come on, guys. Looking forward to it. Oh, you are, are you? Well, I tell you what, you're right here on the inaugural broadcast. Are you ready to uncork this thing and let her fly? 
Let's go. Last chance. Have a happy day. Here it goes. <laughs> Wipe out. T-shirts made that read "Screw, Screw the Q." The Q. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> yes. And of course, you know, <laughs> Jack Harris lasted about two weeks on that format. That was completely out of his element. He hated that. But uh, you know, and then, was... and then uh, M- what MJ and BJ, I believe, after him, right? The Three Little Pigs Morning. No, well, that was long after the Power Pig, of course. Right, I mean, right. uh, that what, was what, you know... wasn't Ellis on that station, Tim? The Three Little Pigs. Mm, no, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you'd have to ask. I don't think so. Or I'll email. I don't. I don't think so. But uh, at any rate, and, and and of course, our Courtney Campbell. The mm. only reference we have to Courtney Campbell. <laughs> she yeah, the Causeway, there. right? <laughs> yeah, no, the girl. Oh, okay. The girl who named herself Courtney Campbell. Oh, but okay. uh, anyway, just great radio. Everything we've done this afternoon has just been, you know, great radio and and i will say this tim you know in all the years i've lived here uh i i i hear that air especially the power pig and i and i said god you know why wasn't why wasn't i around <laughs> when, well, when this you was were... happening what, 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 you know sometimes i find <laughs> myself wishing i'd been there i'm too late to listen to radio anyway um Anyway, uh, yeah, I, it's just amazing. Uh, and, and as we listen to this stuff, you just wonder what happened. Why? Why don't we hear the energy in radio anymore? Why do we turn the radio on and it's all the same things? Boring, boring stuff. 
no great contest, no fun. The, the fun has is, been wrung out of radio. And, and that's, that's why I wanted to do this show this afternoon. Because and young and they're living through it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys never had the chance to hear any of that cool stuff. And that's why I wanted to, <clears throat> to do this show for you millennials. To let you guys know that at one time, radio was important. It mm -hmm. meant something to people. It was fun to listen to. It had energy. People were good at doing that craft. I don't hear that anywhere anymore. I just don't. You know something, Tim? I, you know, there are times when I find myself wishing I'd been around to hear what radio sounded like way back then. Because let me tell you something, my friend. To hear the to hear what I heard today, you know, hearing old FL old power pig air checks. And I sometimes I'll I'll be up late at night listening to old uh, power pig and old WQIK and uh Star 95.7. I found it I found an old I found some old Ron and Ron stuff too. Oh. And yeah or run yeah. and rerun yeah. <laughs> exactly i found myself wishing i'd been there because i'm like man i mean i you know I, I i missed a lot of great radio because i wasn't born yet you know i, I can't help that part well you know but it's I, interesting because if if you look overall at the tampa bay radio market the the tampa bay radio market really wasn't a great top 40 uh, market. It really wasn't, but it was an incredibly good talk radio market. Uh, we had some of the best talk radio in the country at one time uh, oh, yeah. in Tampa Bay with uh, uh, WPLP and WFLA going against each other and people like Bob Lasseter and Dick Norman and uh, I mean, uh, uh, Lionel on the air in the afternoon drive. I mean, the talk radio format, which we really can't represent on this show because it just takes more time than we have. Mm -hmm. But um, nonetheless, uh, that was, you know, uh, that was that was the, the biggest contributor in Tampa Bay Radio was our talk uh, that we did because it was some of the best in the country. And maybe one of these days we'll 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 do a retro on some of the talk stuff. But, I sent um, an email to Gordon Bird. I'm trying, and I'm. I, and oh, I, and that I, would be great to have Gordon on the show. Oh, wouldn't it be cool to have him on? Wouldn't it yes. be cool? Oh <laughs> god, I got so many questions to ask him. I got to talk about, you know, talk about Bob Lasseter and oh, all those, all those great people back then. All right, we have one final air check. We have done the '60s. We have done the '70s. Mm -hmm. We have done the 80s. We have kind of done a little bit of the 90s. Yep. But there's one more air check, and we, we started this off with Howard Hoffman. Let's finish with Howard Hoffman. Well, actually, actually, actually Tim, before we do that, and I know, I, I know I'm stalling. I want to do this about as creatively as a radio broadcaster can do anything these days. Howard Hoffman, right? 
Radio Connection Live presents the 90s. I'm Jake Paul Emerson of your FM Sound. Funny! It's Howard Hoffman and Stephanie Miller on Hot. Come on now, Mama. 97. Sick and tired of being left at home. Mix, Howard Hoffman and Stephanie Miller. We're going to be uh, thrust upon the public one more time. Okay, they're going to they're going to keep on trying it. Going to keep on trying it, but we will be without the goons, so we're safe. Uh, yours truly, really Howard and Stephanie, with George Lamont today at the New Sam Goody on 42nd Street between Second and Third Avenues. Register to win tickets to George's show this Sunday night at Tricks in Franklin Square, Long Island. Come on down and say hello. Because we're a lot uglier than we sound. Yeah, really. Come on out and join the fun. Speak of the devil. Here's Bat of the Heart on Hot 97. New York's hot mix from George Lamont, Bat of the Heart at 7.07, seven minutes after seven, with a fist for brain kids, Howard and Stephanie, mostly sunny today and a high of 83, clear tonight, low of 68, and more sunshine tomorrow, high of 85. Where's something flimsy? In New York right now, 68 degrees at hot 97. So nice call a little while ago. Somebody called and read us a poem. That was very nice. Now, loosely speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was very nice of you to stick them on the people in Washington Square. <laughs> down there. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we were talking about all the candidates for most annoying people in New York, and I think we nominated the guys with the bullhorn preachers in Times Square. Yeah. Right up there. But you know what? I found somebody else over the weekend. And tell me if this is true. I know this can be, maybe it's just in Manhattan, but the flyer people from hell. Do you know who I mean? People that hand out flyers. Oh, yeah. Every three inches. Well, especially here in the Schmata District where every sale is going on. Check it out. Check yeah. It out. Check it out. Yeah. Get this but they it. always get me when I've got like an armful of packages and they try to like jam it up your nasal passage. <laughs> you know, out, want a flyer? Do I look like I want a flyer? Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. They're like maniacal about making sure you get, they'll just stick it in any orifice. It's like, okay, I don't it. want a flyer. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. There you go. <laughs> And then to be nice once in a while, you take one, and it's like one for anal warts or something. Thank you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, you're set if you ever get them, okay? They're just looking out for your welfare. Second Chance Lottery coming up next. Hi, Terry Shotman here from Hot 97 Sales Department for Nutrisystem. Nutrisystem. They succeed where diets fail you. The Hot 97 Second Chance Lottery. It's your chance to win $250 in cash. If you're 18 or older, it's as easy as listening to Hot 97 every weekday morning at 710. Or again in the afternoon at 410 as we draw a random three-digit number. The first Hot 97 listener to call the hotline with a ticket from the past day's New York State Lottery that matches that number wins. To cash in, all you have to do is bring your ticket to our studios by 6 p.m. the next business day. If you're into it, complete rules are available at our offices. The winning's easy, and good luck from Hot 97.
And there you have it, guys. Radio from the 60s to the 90s. Ooh. 30 years of what radio sounded like. Yeah. And here we are in 2022. Mm-hmm. Radio don't sound like that no more. <laughs> no, it does not. I no, it doesn't. Well, well, we, well, part, well, you could say corporate greed. Uh, you could say demographics changed. Uh, you could say a lot of different things. Well, you know, and, and that, that's a good point. That is really a good point, Jimmy, <clears throat> because demographics changed, people changed. People don't want to hear that stuff on their radio anymore. All they want to hear is the same 20 songs over and over and over and over and over and over again. And, and, then they, and then when they don't like that, they want to spend money they don't have on a bunch of apps that play music. And and radio is free, folks. It's still here. It's not going anywhere. So there's that. Radio isn't going anywhere. So people. Anyway. But and, before, you know, I've, I mean, one of the things that I've noticed on this show is everybody kind of dropped off except for the two of us. We, we appreciate this stuff. And it seems like nobody else does. Well, that uh, makes me very sad. But, you know, people, people don't seem to appreciate this stuff. I don't know why. Once a year, um, Jamie lets me do a show like this. And, uh, you know, I enjoy it. A lot of work on this. I mean, I spent 
Well, I was sick most of the time I was putting this show together. I was sick as a dog, you know, trying to find this stuff, but I still kept at it until I found what I needed. And um, frankly, I think I put a pretty good show together uh, this yeah, week. Yeah, I think you did too. And, and, and which brings me to, I got a, I got a special surprise for Tim, if you uh, want. Unfortunately, nobody appreciates this stuff anymore. We're, nobody we're cares. We're going to know something, Tim. If you are a radio freak, and you know, I, you know, I, I Diamond unfortunately was out of cell phone range, but I told her what we we're doing, and um, she told me to send her the podcast once we finished recording it. Folks, this is what we do here at Radio Connection Live. Anybody can play you stuff from today. I mean, that, that's kind of obvious, but it, but, but it never hurts to go back to our radio roots go back to where we came from and remember because i lived this stuff mm -hmm. i was a part of it yep. i did radio during this time mm -hmm. i did radio back in the 80s when there was a lot of energy and fun and and just be you know when 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 you were hired like when i was hired at k country 101 yep. okay yep mark shore the general manager said okay we're gonna bring you in to do seven to midnight you're not going to have all that many commercials but make sure number one make sure you play the commercials right okay that's the number one important thing and at k country we were running like 25 minutes of commercials an hour through a lot of our day parts our morning drive our afternoon drive so forth and so on we were running 25 minutes of commercials an hour all right. right. Compare that to what's being run today at iHeart. Uh, yeah, right. I need a good calculator to figure to figure out where they where they went. Where, where but we but we did it in a way that you know we'd play uh, a four minute stop set and a three minute song basically mm -hmm. is what we would have to do. But we did it. And we were entertaining about it. And by the time I got on the air at seven, you know, seven to midnight or seven to eight hour was was pretty well highly commercials, lots of commercials coming out of the of of, uh, of Dr. Don's afternoon drive show, and they wanted commercials in that seven o'clock hour. By the time eight nine o'clock rolled around, you know, that commercial load had kind of dropped to you know twelve minutes an hour, eight minutes an hour, six minutes an hour. And that gave me the freedom to play more music. It gave me the freedom to have fun. It gave me the freedom to be creative. So Mark Shore said, number one, play the commercials. That's what you're here for. Right. Number two, get us some ratings in that nighttime slot mm -hmm. because our ratings drop off. People come home from work and they turn on the TV and they don't listen to the radio. Get us some ratings. And number three, be creative and have fun with what you're doing. Yep. And those were the three things that were in our minds, up, uppermost in our minds as air on air personalities. Get us ratings, play the commercial, get us ratings and have fun. And that mm -hmm. doesn't happen anymore. You know, I was especially the last one, have fun. And <laughs> I had fun on the air. And I had, I fun had a blast doing oh, what man. I did. 
you know, and I love that seven to midnight shift. And it was, you know, the eighties and it was fun and it was crazy and you oh, could yeah. be creative and you could, you could bring Rex, the wonder dog or Rex, the weather dog in, and you could just, you know, and, and it worked. We went from about a three or four share with the guy that had previously done that shift, little country Joe from a three or four share. I brought that shift up to a 12 point five share now for those who don't know what that means <laughs> meaning a 12.5 average quarterly hour uh thing right you know and we were the i'm i'm at reading we I'm were the reading. number one fm country station in the market and people chose when i was on the air they chose to turn their television off and listen to me because it was fun because I brought the callers in because I took phone calls on the air because I, I created characters because I did all this fun stuff that you've been hearing, you know, on the air. And no, I don't have air checks of it, but it happened. And you know, it's funny Tim, you said that because I, I almost went seven to midnight at radio wanna be 105. Well, and I told Derek, I said, listen, I'll, I can do this in a minute, but I want to have fun with it. And I want to take phone calls. I set up, I, I was going to get a little phone number and, and take phone calls on and send the audio clips to Derek and everything. He didn't want to do it. And I said, you know what, man, you know, you know, I think, you know, I think about seven to midnight in K country used to have this thing called the K country after hours, all request show with Doug Rockwell. This is the K country that we know of in, in uh, Ocala, Gainesville, Florida market. Okay. And well, no, he, we're talking about K Country in Albany, Georgia in the 80s. Oh, I okay. Know, I know, I know, I know. That's what we're talking about here with the K Country. But, you know, I mean, but but the, 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 the audience responded to it. They had fun with it. They enjoyed it. They enjoyed the dog thing that I brought into it because Rex was, was Rex the Wonder Dog. Everybody in Albany knew Rex the Wonder Dog. They may not know me, but they knew Rex the Wonder Dog. They knew and, they, they knew you heard dog tags jingling. <laughs> they knew. And and we just had a lot of fun. And that's what the, the only reason I'm saying this is because that's I'm trying to draw a parallel. I'm trying to tell you that's what radio was like back then. It was personality oriented radio one on one. You're talking to the people who listen to you and you let them talk back to you and between you you develop a camaraderie with that and you you have fun doing it and, and i don't hear any of that going on in today's and radio away, and you gave away so much money i, I we have we, I, I must have heard the term cash call at least about a hundred times this afternoon on the program and you oh, gave yeah. away cash, you gave away money, you did Well, we did, at K-Country, we didn't have a huge budget to do that kind of crap with. But, but you know, back in those days, yeah, the, the, I mean, the money was the big thing. The fact is that everybody was competing with everybody else for an audience. And that just doesn't happen anymore because we have corporate radio. In 1996, Congress destroyed radio. And they let all the corporations do radio and, you know, the, the, the little mom and pop stations, you know, the, the, the radio that could left us forever. And we're stuck with this garbage 
that's up, up and down the dial now. If you listen to this show, imagine going up and down the dial back in those days and hearing that much energy, that much fun, that much good sounding radio. Every station you turn to was was fun to listen to. Excitement. There's, on the one other thing, there's one other, other thing that hurt radio, and I can say one resounding word. Satellites. Satellites. As in those syndicated formats that stations mm. use? That's what I mean. That's what I mean when I say satellite. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you put it on. You know, you know, I, I, was, th- I was thinking about, I was listening to some old Eagle Country air checks that we played here on RCL. If Chuck Kramer had local talent in midday and afternoon and evening, do you know what a powerhouse Eagle Country would be? I keep trying to talk him into it, but he won't buy it. <laughs> I've tried to talk him into it, but he won't go for it. Um, so anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this um, retrospective of the sound of radio and what radio used to be. Yeah. Um, and, 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 uh, and I have to thank everybody. I, Tim, I got to thank you, especially for putting all this stuff together. And I want to thank all those great radio pioneers who, whether here, many, you know, you know, you know many of them in heaven, but you, they were such great broadcasters of their day. And, you know, even though I wasn't born yet, and I think one of the joys of doing this show with me hosting it because initially Tim, initially Tim, I was going to, I was going to let you host it, um, you know, like, like, like you did back in the day. But I, but, but I guess there's something special about having a young host, huh? A younger uh, radio host, huh? Well, it's uh, yeah. I mean, you know, at least you keep things in, in perspective, you know, what's going on currently with stuff. Um, you know, I, f- I feel like the old man got nothing to contribute sometime to this show. Well, but, well um, listen, next week, next week on the program, we're going to have part two of the nine radio. Right. And we're going to have that. Also next week, uh, we're going to talk about things that ruined radio and one of the things i'm going to give you guys a little teaser here is consolidation you know everybody right. seems to you know w- before where there were many different radio groups now there there are there are groups that control about i think about probably 85 to 90 percent of the radio that we hear I could, that could be a different figure but you know before the iHerts and the beasley's and the cox medias and the cumuluses of the world every most great most were uh, were either owned by small companies or or were mom and pop owned stations. Yep. And so we're going to talk about radio consolidation. And I'm also going to be working on one of my favorite radio gals in Tampa Bay. Uh, her name is Danielle. And Danielle does the Magic Morning Show on uh, Magic 94.9, which was warm 94.9 of all things. All right. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Before they, was, they copied, they copied that format from uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, before it was ninety-five. I think it was ninety-five YNF or something like that. Oh, YNF uh, was cool. YNF. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do, and I'm actually pretty high energy top forty station back in this. Yeah, I'm considering adding a segment to the show called Retro Radio, where we, where we take a look, similar to what they do on All Things Radio, but except for we're we're more stretched out than they are. So I'm I'm, I'm considering it, but. Folks, thank you so much for spending this time with us and just hearing radio 
back in the day. And when you hear this podcast and when you hear these air checks, I want you to think back to a time. This is before streaming apps, before download this app and text to win this contest. Back then, I want you to really think about a simpler, I say it sounds cliche, a simpler time. Yeah, well, think about think about Mad Daddy. Every <laughs> single thing that he did, those dedications, those all had to be mailed in on a postcard or written in on a letter. There was mm -hmm. no email back then. Yep. There was no social media back then either. You literally had to either call in or write in. Most often it was call, it was writing in, but but I mean, I guess the truth is we have so many conveniences now that unfortunately, Tim, we don't think about these days. There's so many, let me say, modern conveniences. I love and, the days before the internet. I really do. Uh, that's kind of how we're doing this podcast, Tim. So don't, don't, don't go back too far. <laughs> that's kind of how I we're doing really this do. show. Well, I guess uh, next week I'm back in the host. I guess I'm back in the hosting chair. Next that's week. it. That's it. It's time for me to quit splitting. Get <laughs> out here, y'all. Yes, yep, yep. And yeah. we will see you guys right next back week. next week. And and I'm with a less energetic uh, radio connection live. Believe me. Oh uh, well, 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 we'll try to have some. And I'm hoping to get an update on we. In fact, we do have news coming out of Seattle. Uh, that uh, AJ's working on uh, that that I do want to cover, and I'm hoping to get I'm hoping to get some audio when that when the station does change format. The this only point. happens once a year, guys. This only happens once a year. Aren't you happy about yeah. that? <laughs> well, folks, we will see you back next week. If you love what we do, tell your mama, tell your papa, tell your grandma, tell your granddaddy, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell your friends, tell your dog. Yep, tell them when and how to listen next time. Because uh, we'll be here, and we hope we need we'll all the here. dog listeners we can get. Mm -hmm. And um, and and I like to end with the words that Casey Kasem said at the very end of his uh, of, of his countdown shows. He said, "Success doesn't happen in a vacuum. You're only as good as the people you work with, and the people you work for." And we may be the hosts on this show, but really, guys, we, we work for you guys. And, and people have actually contact called me and said, I had a, I, we, I'm a winner chick we did, uh, a, a friend of mine, Tim, her name is Cecilia. She's out of Melbourne, Florida. She's been on our show a few times. Right. Cece called and said, I did not know that radio even sounded like that back then. Because, you know, she's in her 20s. So she had no idea that that's what radio sounded like. And so I sent her some stuff that I, that, that I had left over from old shows. And her favorite was Terry Motormouth Young. <laughs> that was her favorite. Mm -hmm. She goes, congratulations, the DJ who talks faster than my best friend. <laughs> that was what she said. <laughs> and she said, she, and, and she asked me about the power pig. And, and I said, we, you know them now as FLZ, but back then, oh my God, the radio wars were brewing here in the Tampa Bay area. And yeah, well, their thing, I mean, their thing was, was like everybody else. Get out there in the marketplace, do remotes, do remotes, do remotes. Get to know your audience. Be a part of your audience. Your audience is a part of you. You're a part of your audience. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that, that's and what that, they did. And they did they it did. on a very limited budget. Mm -hmm. I mean, they didn't be they They weren't giving away a whole lot of money or nothing like that. They they did it on a limited budget. And and uh, 
and uh, they 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 sunk Q105 within the first uh, couple of months. Yeah, and, and isn't isn't that when they went country? What when Q105 went? Yeah, actually, uh, that's an interesting timeline there. We'll and we'll share that. We'll share that. We're, yeah, we'll share that on a future show. But I got folks. We've had fun. You know, one of the things I've been trying to get you to do for quite some time now, Jamie, and I wish you would like do it um, mm -hmm. because and and since we only have another month of this or another week of this month, basically, but mm -hmm. I wish you had done that uh, this week. But we got kind of involved with the Super Bowl of radio and now the Pro Bowl. But I would love for you to do research and do a history of black radio. And I I'm actually it's funny you say that because I did find some stuff because this is, you know, Black History Month, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I, I would love to see you put together a, a good, solid history of black radio and how it all started in memphis and so forth and uh well you know what tim you know what hey i have an idea let's do let's let let um i'm gonna work on it this week let, let, let's put that on the on the on the table for next week's show since we're almost done with black history month let's put that on the table for next week's show because as a black man myself i think it's important to know about our radio heritage and where it came from and and how it evolved and and i gotta tell you listening yeah. i even 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 without terry young on wtmp that station has actually gone back to it i guess you said back to its roots because they were mo they were motown i believe weren't they when they well i would love to see you do a uh, history of uh uh, uh dewey phillips for example mm -hmm. yeah. uh and um uh john r and the hossman from wlac in nashville Mm -hmm. um th those were just uh, amazing things uh and then of course the uh station that i can't remember the call letters uh, 1600 in new york wr wwrl yeah wwrl they uh, i mean they have quite a history of stuff and uh things they're a black you, information network affiliate by the way and and wbai for mm -hmm. example in new york mm -hmm. uh, 99 .5 those were all just great heritage radio stations. And uh, there's got to be some information out there. Um, I think on, I think there is. I think, you know, and, and um, if I can find some audio, I'm going to grab that. Audio is hard to find for that stuff, but uh, I would love for you to find some audio of that. Well, stuff. well, well, I'll send you I'll send you what I've got and we can we can compile it up and make it and make it air check out of it. So. But folks, we got to get up out of here and get ready for next week's show. Get rested, get well rested. And Tim, man, dude, this was some. This was a great trip down radio memory lane for me and for and for you know. And and we, and we tomorrow hope. I am going to be out by the pool enjoying the eighty degree weather and the sunshine. What, I say that what, for all you guys up north. Which radio are you taking with you uh, tomorrow? uh both both of them that little radio you sent me has been just invaluable i mean i have been using it a bunch oh uh, really especially since i've been sick uh, mm -hmm. i've been using it a lot because it's it's just um uh it is it has done very well for me um uh as as far as especially the am part 
how does she do on AM, by the way? How, how did she do on the uh, AM dial, Tim? So I've been, you know, like, you know, anytime I go to the store, I take it with me and, mm -hmm. and went to the doctor with it and I took it with me. And, you know, it's just been a, it, it's in the bathroom right now. It's my little bathroom radio. So <laughs> how does she so, take so, a shower? So, I've got, I've got it going, you know. How does she do on AM? How does she perform on AM? Well, in the apartment, not well, but once I get it outside and go places with it, it does it does quite well. It does okay. Yeah, I took I took mine out of the patio, by the way. I mean WVLG. It likes WVLG. Oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, I'm 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 glad I could provide that for you. And it's a it, it's a, it's a wonderful little radio. Um, you know, hey, for 30 bucks, it better be good <laughs> for 30 mm, bucks. Yeah. And um and um and hey, you got a backup in case one one breaks down. You, you, you have an extra. Anyway, we got to get out of here. We got. We will see you all next week. And until next time, in the words we've always ended the show with, and we'll continue to end the show with until the day I die. Together, together, let's, let's keep keep radio radio alive. alive. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Radio Connection Live is produced by JT Productions in association with Air Jackson Associates, executive producer and creator Jamie T. Production assistance provided by Tim O'Connor. Ashley Lynn is our social media princess with assistance from Preston Gaylor and Chris Newsbaum. Some post-production provided by Denny Jackson also known as H Streets from 12 Plus Records. AJ Bowen is our news contributor. Special thanks to the good folks at RadioInsight.com as well as InsideRadio.com for our news nuggets. We're in touch, so you're in touch. We invite you to contact us. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. You can also email rclthepodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to join us again next week for another fast-moving edition of Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Until next time, this is John Williard saying, together, let's keep radio alive. On the wrong end of the highway, when the long night has no end, when there's no one there beside me, Till I hold you once again Thank God for the radio When I'm on the road When I'm far from home Feeling blue Thank God for the radio Playing all night long Playing all the songs It means so much To me and you There's a song That we first danced to And there's a song They played the night we met And there's a song We first made love to that's a song I'll never forget So thank God for the radio When I'm on the road 
And I'm far from home Feeling blue Thank God for the radio Playing all night long Playing all the songs That mean so much to me Live is distributed by Anchor Podcasting on the web at www.anchor.fm. And even though all these great radio pioneers wonder what happened to the radio stations whenever they hear us say it, this is RCL.